and we're back. Um, we've narrowed it down to, from 80 to level 50, so we've made a massive <laughs> impact. Um, uh, an unusual twist for us, we're going into the, raw, uh, the Russian roulette round in the second half of the podcast. Normally that happens in the first, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And we deliberate in the second half. However, we've had some... Uh, I think quite an interesting delve into wrestling from someone who's not a massive wrestling fan. I've quite enjoyed it so far. So, in this one, the Russian roulette round, standard rules apply. However, we will be renaming it the Royal Rumble. Wow! Yes, once a year. Um, so, each individual wrestling superstar will get thrown winners. over the top rope. And as they do, they are out, unless they can save themselves with the veto. The veto of doom. The veto saves all. Uh, Kane, do you want to read down the list? I just, just certainly do. I thought you were just getting rid of Kane. Kane, I guess I'll go home then. <laughs> Leave. <clears throat> all, right, all right, here we go then. So, the list as it currently stands. Coco Beware, Booker T, Jeff Woo. Hardy, Woo. The Undertaker, Woo. The Rock, Woo. Sergeant Slaughter, Woo. Rikishi, no, 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 that was pretty fun. Uh, Mankind, Gold Dust, John Cena. Thank you. You can't see me. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Randy Orton, Edge, Daniel Bryan, Batista, who I almost called Barista, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. <laughs> he just power bombs you. <laughs> Seth Rollins, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Chris Jericho, Sting, Randy Savage, Rick Rude, Bret Hart, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Bray Wyatt, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, The Big Boss Man, The Big Show, The Kurt Angle, The Edge, <laughs> The Ric Flair, oh, The Edge again, because he's that good, we didn't even get rid of him. <laughs> I'll get rid of him now. Just... No, add, add a third Edge. Um... <laughs> I got the edge, he's multiplying. <laughs> Triple edge. Well, no, we've, we've, no, 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 we've got Edge the wrestler, and then we've got Edge the guitarist from U2. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> Where was that? Yeah, British Bulldog, Owen Hart, Mick Foley, and the many, many faces of Foley, and Sock. <laughs> My namesake, once again, Kane, Nakamura, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, CM Punk, Trish Stratus, Lita, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, Dusty Rhodes, Ke uh, Kevin Owens, Kenny Omega, and a late edition was Matilda the Bulldog. <laughs> yeah, I Come feel on, Matilda. At this point, I've just, I've just remembered. I feel I'd be amiss if on this podcast, with movies kind of being more my forte, we didn't actually mention that a lot of these wrestlers have been in some utter shite. When and, it comes to movies. And some amazing ones. And some of Mr. Nanny, obviously, comes they to mind. Live. <laughs> I think they live. Fine. It's not on there, though, is he? Brad Roddy Piper. Oh, is it, oh, of course he is, Roddy Piper, yeah. Too Fairy. Too Fairy. <laughs> yeah. Gridiron Gang. Uh, yeah. Well, The Rock's been the in Scorpion many, King, yes. Uh, yeah. But you've got The Hulk, you've got fucking <clears throat> The Hulk, Angle Cena. I think it's been in a few C as well. Yeah. Yeah. Evil with Kane. Oh, Cena Cena Evil with Kane. Uh, Knucklehead with the big shot. Ah! <laughs> the Chaperona. Yeah, the with, Chaperone. I know Hornswoggle's not on the list anymore. but He was in the Leprechaun. Leprechaun remake, Leprechaun. yeah. Uh, I'm going down the list. Yeah, quite a few of them have been in movies. 
Um, right, I just want to bring up before we head right into the main event, which is the Battle Royale. Dan, before the break, I said we should watch some videos of the hurricane. <laughs> oh, We've that was that amazing. Now. We have done that now. What is your opinion? On I think he should be back on the list. <laughs> Like, I will be going back and checking out videos of the Attitude Era because that was fucking gold. Yeah, that yeah. guy was awesome. Don't get me wrong. The Rock... Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The Rock's banter was Rock's pretty good. <laughs> but some of the fucking jokes, that was... <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, that guy is pretty cool. I got fond memories of the, of the Hurricane, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, just, just from, like, this little guy with his big guy attitude. He was, yeah. he was one of the best comedy guys for a while there. Uh, but yes... Where are we starting? Enough debating. Ding, ding, ding. I'm, as referee, I'm going to unlock that the usual host of the podcast will start with his vast wrestling knowledge. Uh, so <laughs> what are we doing? We're just cutting one. Cutting one at a time. Yeah. Who's and, oh, uh, as, oh, also, as referee, I may as well explain the rules as always. Indeed. We're going around Robin Styley and... You select a wrestler you want eliminated from this list, or indeed from the match. Um, they will be eliminated, we might say a few words about them, and each of us have a veto with which we can save them. And then they will go through the final round, which we debate who will go on to the top ten. Everybody else clear on that? Yeah. yeah Alright, go for it, Joe. Um, okay, I will start with... Uh, I'll go with Kenny Omega then. I know it's, uh, like we said, up and coming, or up and coming at least, Great in, in the main now. scene, yeah. definitely not up and coming in the indie scene, and he'll definitely get his time to shine we later have. down the yeah. line. Maybe on another wrestling list, he'll just keep climbing um, higher on our wrestling list. Yeah, I mean, Dan, you were out of the room when we were talking about this, but if you want to talk about funny wrestling clips, Kenny Omega has had uh, matches with a blow-up doll. <laughs> Uh, like where it's like taped to him or something, and also a match with like a little Japanese girl, like who kicks his ass for a good. You know he's making her look amazing. Yeah. But there's some of the best comedy uh, in recent comedy, at least okay. as far as wrestling goes, like physical, like actual good comedy. They're great. They're all on YouTube. Check them out. Okay, cool. Yeah, I will. And with that, now he's gone. And with Anyone sleeping? No. Cool. This is gonna. This, looking at this list, there's gonna be some hard ones. Yeah, I'm. I'm struggling already to... Um, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to go with Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, I knew somebody was going to take Sergeant Slaughter out. I, I love him. He was, he's awesome. he was a brilliant gimmick, but yeah. I don't think he's worthy of being in the same light as some of these guys. He's old, he's old school, isn't he, Sergeant Slaughter? Interesting facts about him, when he was born, uh, the doctor delivered him chin first. Followed <laughs> <laughs> by the hat. Yeah. His gurning mustachioed face just coming out. Screaming at the doctor. That's terrifying. Right, well, he has to go on the, off the list for that reason. Yeah, I'm not wasting my detail. Also, a, a debatable whether he was the first wrestler to ever have entrance music. Because he would no. carry the microphone to the ring with a tape recorder with, like, the uh, the drill sergeant march. Oh, I yeah. he might have been one of the first. To have personalised entrance music, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Among wow. the first. Like I say, in the old days, you just came to the ring, which is quiet. They just announced you and you walked out. Fair play. Mm. Right, so he's gone. 
Uh, over to me, I guess. Uh, Rikishi. <laughs> yeah, I get where you're coming from. I love him, but yeah, Rikishi's uh, awesome. He's the fun- I did it for the rock. I did it for the people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my Rikishi impression. But no, he's just a jiggly fat guy. He was a lot of fun. Like, How did Rikishi get on there, but too cool and Scotty too hot? He didn't. Because Rikishi was a funny fat guy that put his big big ass in people's faces. Because he's related to half of Samoa. Um, I watched um, a, a, like a clip video where they were interviewing like wrestlers just outside of the ring sort of thing, like outside of their character, I should say. And um, Rikishi was there talking about the fact, you know, his, his thing was he did a thing called the stink face where you'd be down in the corner and he, like I say, he's wearing basically a sumo wrestler outfit and he would just wiggle his big ass in your face like just to just to disgrace you more or less. Yeah. <laughs> and he said in his, in his, in his, uh, in his wrestling bag, he had three sets of wrestling gear. One that uh, got washed every every night after a match. One, you know, just, you probably not washed that often. And some that he never washed. <laughs> and if he didn't like you, he would probably pick one of the two latter ones to nice. wear in the ring with you. So uh, have fun imagining that. Oh, that sounds Jesus. gross. So bye, Rikishi. Yeah, I'm not going to argue for Rikishi, not going to lie. He was all right, but I preferred Scotty too hot and too cool. Mr. Danny, are you going to destroy Coco Beware now? Nah, I like Coco Beware. I think he can stay for a bit. Yeah, let's keep him on. If we've got Matilda, can we also have Frankie the Parrot on the list? (laughs) (laughs) Matilda's going to go, you know it. This is going to get Matilda's a joke. Matilda isn't a wrestler, it's a joke. It's the Howard the Duck. I'm going to say... AJ Styles? Whoa! Because the only experience I really have of him was WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play the Ben card here. I'm not gonna lie, because that's the only experience I have of him. I've heard people talk of him, but then when I watched him, I didn't really see what the big deal was. He just he's got shit hair for. Me. <laughs> like it wow. really doesn't suit him. He needs to have a fucking shave or it's, something. It's part of his, uh, his. I think it's part of his heel heat. Yeah. Like because yeah. the, the the crowd like all all the baby faces that make fun of him. They say you've got soccer mum there. Literally, yeah, they really have. at the same time as me. Because that's, that's, I mean, the thing about being um, a bad guy wrestler is you can't be the, too cool for school. Yeah. You've yeah. got to do what they call showing your ass a bit. You've got to have something about you that makes you, you know, people can either make fun of you about or people can dislike you for. Yeah. So, you know, you've got people like. Um, like really, like really big fat guys back in the day, you know. You know, oh, oh, cover yourself up. I don't want to see that. But you know, you, but you're like putting yourself out there in a kind of almost a, you know, an embarrassing way, so that people will make fun of you, so people will hate you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I believe that's probably what AJ Styles is doing. It either that or his wife likes it. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh, yeah. I'm, I'm. I don't know. I don't really like him too much. And there's a lot of people on there that I even know. Well, or do you like? I mean, AJ's had a phenomenal. No, I nearly said phenomenal there. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, well, AJ, I'll start. Um, AJ's had like a phenomenal independent career, and like you know, everywhere he's been, like Japan. I mean, he cut his teeth in TNA. He was like the biggest thing there for the longest time before he, you know, got sour grapes and he left. But yeah, I, I never thought you'd see him in the WWE. Like yeah. never ever. That Royal Rumble. Like, he was just uh, yeah, you know, was... you know how the Hardys came out at WrestleMania and it was a massive surprise. And like we were in we were in a bar watching it, uh, me and Dan, and the place boom, exploded. Even me, yeah. I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> Everyone you went know, mental. And the you and the I mean, we were allowed to, but I imagine if we were like just 
watching it, the arena would have exploded the yeah. same way. Okay. Um, he, and it's like that. That he was the uh, AJ Styles was the surprise last year at last year's Royal Rumble because he was like the indie guy that everybody wanted to see. His in the contract WWE. was up, and everyone was like, "Oh, he's coming to WA." Nothing um, official was said, and they kept it so secret. Yeah, nobody saw. Nobody. I mean, people might have thought, you know, or surmised maybe, but nobody knew for sure that was going to happen. And personally, I didn't think it could happen. I because he, he he wanted to be in WWE like three or four years before that and they wanted to put him in their development territory and he was like no I'm good I'm going to go to Japan yeah. you know? and, in, and to be all in all fairness to the guy he went and he made himself valuable okay. and he came back and he was straight on that main roster and he's been the champion once or twice probably uh, once, once. He, won he had a good long reign uh, has had phenomenal matches he was on both Wrestlemania cards you know so he's, he's so I've he's shot killed. down a, a kind of a superstar at the minute he's or an on-the-rise superstar. Definitely, definitely in, in terms of WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was actually looking up some stats for AJ the other day where I was having a discussion with a few mates. He's actually, in his career, won, I think it's 63 titles, okay, which wow. is over twice what Triple H has won. Well, he's a world... Tra well, um, Triple H has spent either. his entire career in... Um, in w well, it was... Majority. Yeah. Majority of his career in the WWF. Um... AJ's been, AJ's been around the world and been in many different companies and he's so good that he probably wins championships there because no he's one just quite as good as Jerry Lawler who has won 215 <laughs> and, was also the, and was also the booker at most of the places yeah. uh, I wonder he's if there's a, a connection he's a 52 time <laughs> AWA heavyweight champion <laughs> would that promotion possibly be based in Memphis, Tennessee because <laughs> if it is he's booking it <laughs> you know so just you know just say also Jerry Lawler is not on list I know him no. best for his commentary work and uh, he did a match at Wrestlemania and Dan was laughing his ass off at his dad jokes oh terrible like, oh, 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 oh I said to my wife make me breakfast in bed and she was like oh we'll sleep in the kitchen then oh <laughs> <laughs> Classic. That, that is. <laughs> He's lost his shit to that. <laughs> Alright, so AJ's gone. AJ has gone. Back round to Joe. No one's vetoing him as much as we're talking him up. Uh, okay. Uh, John Cena. One of the edges. Uh, <laughs> one we've of the got, edges. We've already got rid of the other edge. There is only one edge on the list. Oh, so we're down to three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with... Um, I'll go with Lita then. Just because everybody chose to keep Lita. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take her well, off. Well, we've, we've, we've talked about the girls. Um, you're an asshole, first of all. <laughs> but uh, fine. Hey, fine. you guys have vetoes. I know I do, but I'm I'm going to do a bend here. I'm, I have to save it for the person I think that I would like for <laughs> yeah. sure to be on. Uh... I'll, see, I'll just throw in that out there, see if I can get anyone to use it. <laughs> oh, 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 I've got a message coming in live from WhatsApp. From Sam. Sam has <laughs> been looking, apparently looking forward to this podcast for weeks now, uh, apologising that he can't be here despite ignoring us all evening. <laughs> and we're trying to figure out where he was. I've not even received the message. How rude. Oh, there we go. Been asleep since free. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Mystery solved. But still, the four musketeers are doing just fine. Um, yeah, I, I guess Lita's off then. I, yeah. I, uh, it's a shame because of the two girls that we do have on the list. I would have picked her uh, every single time. But oh well. 
Over to you, Paul. Um, I feel like this is going to be a bit of an AJ Styles one. But I never really liked him. So I'm going to vote for Daniel Bryan. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The guy that looks just like Joe. Even I know. <laughs> yeah. Yes! Yes! Even I know that Daniel Bryan's like a big one. Um, I, I couldn't. I don't know why he is, but I I've couldn't never get involved. I, I, can, I can explain. I can explain. Um, I think because I'm a big guy. <laughs> right. He's the underdog. That's, he's the, uh, he's, he's the, the fan underdog. Yeah. He's, he, he was picked by the fans. Like yeah. he every every single thing that he had while he was in WWE as a as a as a wrestler, he made it work. He yeah. he is like the picture definition of getting chicken shit and turning it into chicken salad. Um, so essentially, little guy, you know, well well built. He's an indie darling. I use that expression all the time. But basically, he was on the independent and everyone in the world, much like our Kenny Omega comp- uh, conversation. Everybody loved him. Everyone was like, oh, wouldn't it be great if one day, one day he made it to the WWE. Imagine the matches. And he did. And he languished for a while. And he got sacked. And he got, well, actually, that's a fun little, <laughs> I, was, I forgot about that, but essentially he got he got sacked for choking out the ring announcer with his necktie <laughs> in, in, a, in, a, in a filmed angle where he and a bunch of other dejected wrestlers came out and beat the living shit out of everyone at ringside <laughs> and then basically tore the ring apart and then started slamming John Cena on the exposed wood and shit like that. And, yeah, there was a, the ring announcer, I believe, was a guy called Justin, Justin Roberts and Daniel Bryan just beelined for this motherfucker and just started choking him down on the ground with his foot on his back, pulling his <laughs> necktie. And the guy was like, "Ah!" Nice. And apparently, that's a massive no-no in WWE. And he was fired on the spot. Wow. That's assault. And the fan outcry for him brought him yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, and he came back as a good guy against the group that he originally debuted on WWE television with. And I gotta say, this is kind of where he started dropping off the face of the earth because he was like lower mid card. He was having great matches, but nobody was really seeing him. Uh, he was like the best kept secret. And then the whole yes no phenomenon started happening. Essentially, when he when he uh, he won a, a match called Money in the Bank, and what that is, <laughs> what that you get ma- the briefcase with you, the contract says you can challenge any, anyone, any, the at champion any time. of your brand for, at any time, anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. Okay. And what um, usually typically a bad guy wins this because so they can steal the championship from a defeated. Seth Rollins had it for a long time. Didn't yeah, he? he cashed it in on. Well, he he basically cashed in to interject himself in a match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns because he knew he couldn't beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So what he did was he waited for them to both kind of get get themselves tired, and he went in there and he managed to beat Roman Reigns and basically steal the title from Brock. It was quite clever. Okay. Yeah. Most of the time, though, a heel will use that briefcase to steal the belt. Essentially, yeah. you know, I'll I'll wait till the till the babyface, the conquering hero, has had a hard fought match where he's still standing and barely, you know, barely got any life left in him. And then all of a sudden, the bad guy's music hits. He comes running down with his briefcase. He <laughs> he might even hit the guy for good measure. Nice. And then he hands it to the referee. He goes, "Fucking ring the bell! <laughs> I'm stealing his belt." And he fucking hits his finisher because the match doesn't start till the guy's on his feet. Hits his finisher basically out of nowhere. Sometimes I've seen it where the guy puts up a good bit of offense and. You're like, oh shit, he's gonna fight him off. But no, almost every single time the heel gets the gets the belt, steals it, and he just runs, you know, just runs away, haha, into the night with it. And Brian had that. Uh, for Brian a while. had it and he won it while he was a babyface. Okay. And he cashed it in, 
on a tired big show while he was still a babyface. Um, <laughs> a bit late in the day, but babyface means good guy, heel means bad guy. Um, ca- cash it in on the big show. Beat him because he was already knackered from fighting off Mark Henry, I believe. Chairs match. In a, in a ridiculous <laughs> match involving many chairs. And then he had this ridiculous celebration as soon as he won it. He started, da- he like was dancing on the commentator tables, just throwing his arms in the air, going, Yes! 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 Like, crazy. And then, like, the week later, he ran down to the ring like he'd been celebrating for an entire week, just <laughs> running around, Yes! Yes! With a belt round his way, Yes! And the crowd started doing it, and by this time he was turning heel. He was like, Hey, don't yell my thing. No! No! And he started like throwing his arms to the side, No, no, no! And it became the biggest thing. The crowd was just like fucking with him, yelling yes, and he was like, yeah, No, no. Um, and then, like I say, he made a heel career of it for a while, and then slowly but surely transitioned from a really successful tag team with Kane into the main event where he was like the hottest thing. The whole arenas throughout the fucking, um, throughout America, throughout the world, loved Daniel Bryan. Because as we said, he was the underdog guy. And this was at a time where we were just sick of the people that the, 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 the WWE was kind of feeding us. I.e. Roman Reigns, I assume. No, not at this time. No? It was kind of, it was still very much the John Cena show. Okay. Yeah. But uh, Roman Reigns... Cena were part-timers. Yeah. And we, were ju- and we were just like, this, this is the guy we're picking. You know, we love this guy. He has great matches. He's, you know, he, although he's not much of a talker, you know, he's got <clears throat> like a scrappy underdog, you know, fighting spirit. His catchphrases are fun. And yeah, for whatever reason, it just, it, the ball just kept rolling. It never stopped. And then he got hurt. I was about to say, is he, <clears throat> did he hurt his he, leg, his knee? Neck. No, 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 not even his neck. He um, he's had multiple concussions. So yeah, and was, that turned into like a brain lesion. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, the rumor was that he's actually been having fits like after matches. Se- yeah, like seizures. Basically. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, um, and the company, you know, he was seeing every specialist. You know, he had a load of time out. He came back for like a couple of months and then got hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, yeah, the, the, the fun thing, what the, the, the sad thing, I should say, was he won the, 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 the World Championship at WrestleMania and before, you know, he, he got hurt and he had to give it up because nobody beat him for it. He just gave it up. And then the, the exact same thing happened the next year. He won the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania and had to give that up because he got injured. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the, the company being what it is today, they take concussions very very seriously like mm. um a, bu- a bum knee a torn muscle of some kind you can rehab that you know you might be off the grid for a year or so but you can rehab it and you can come back and you can work around it if you're having if you've had so many concussions that you're starting to have seizures they're gonna yeah. they're gonna pack that shit in right away and that's what they did um and the, port, the, the guy does still want to wrestle. He, he's gone on record as saying as much, but he kind of has a behind-the-scenes role in a lot of WWE things, and I believe he's the the on-screen kind of personality for, for SmackDown. Smackdown. Yeah, he's like the GM. Okay. But this is just a purely an on-screen role. It's not anything... Yeah, because like, he's only young, isn't he? He is yeah, in his early thirties. Yeah. yeah, as the same wrestler terms, he's only young. Um, yeah, I mean, he was... He was there's no telling, seriously, what he could have become if he hadn't have had this problem with his concussions. But you, you only really need to see the kind of wrestling he was doing on the independent circuit to see how he would have gotten so many concussions. He, he was a big guy in Japan, working there really, you know, fast-paced, strong style. Uh, I believe he got his orbital bone crushed in a match once and he continued wrestling with an eye patch for months. 
um, and so on and so forth. But yeah, um, I think it was just his career and what he did with his body beforehand that, that uh, really shortened his career when he got to the big time. Um, I'm not going to lie, I hadn't really picked anyone to back with my veto, but I kind of like the sound of this guy. I'm going to veto him. I'm going to save him. I agree. Boom. Done. Fair enough. I don't Daniel Bryan has been saved. The underdog. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mo Sinek yes. with a jetpack yes. comes and grabs yes. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Are you an angel? Yes, Homer, I'm an angel. And fly away. <laughs> he has been saved. His name is actually... Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson, there we go. His real, his real name is Brian Danielson. This was a time in WWE where if you were going to wrestle for them, they wanted to own your name. Okay. Uh, and most independent wrestlers don't want to sign over their name. No, yeah. Like so Kevin even Owens. though... Yeah, so Kevin, Kevin Owens was formerly Kevin Steen, Kevin Steen being his real name. So he took the, the ring name Kevin Owens because his son is called Owen, named after Owen Hart. So he took the name Owens okay. to kind of, you huh. know the connection up. Um, Daniel Bryan simply rearranged his real name of Brian Danielson into Daniel Bryan. And okay, whatever, you know, it's hey, fine. <laughs> well, that's just what happens when your last name is also kind of a first name. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, over to me. So mine would be Black Joe. <laughs> <laughs> using using Daniel Bryan um, maybe friends yes yeah. it would be Black Joe cool. I think we should you'd be Andrew Daniels Andrew Daniels I remember that I'd be Paul Walk Paul <laughs> don't even try with my name it wouldn't work um, any damn way uh, yeah over to me after that long spiel where I talked for way too long um, <laughs> I'm going to say I want to get rid of Batista. Mm, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, uh, he, he was cool for his time. He again. He got, was the re, he was one of the reasons Daniel Bryan became so big because he came back, won the Royal Rumble, and was like, "Yeah, I'm going to win the world title." And the fans were like, "No, oh, I forgot we about don't that. Want this. Oh, yeah. So I, I go back to Daniel Bryan. Do you, do you want me to say? Oh, no, I don't mind. Yeah. Um, this was amazing. Like WWE never does this. They, especially these days, they never give in they to fans. listen to the fans. They never <laughs> give in to fandom. All right, this is what happened. Daniel Bryan, I believe, was in that Royal Rumble. No, he no, wasn't. He, he wasn't. He match, wasn't even in the Royal they, Rumble. Yeah, he had a Dolph, match. Zeke, no. Ray Mysterio Bray Wyatt yeah 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 uh, um, Daniel Ryan had a, had a really good match with Bray Wyatt where Bray Wyatt killed him like put the, uh, did, the did the sister Abigail swinging kind of finisher into the guardrail you know thus kind of KOing him dragged him into the ring and pinned him and that was like given the reason why he wasn't in the Royal Rumble later in the evening they were like he's injured he's not going to be in there but everyone was like no he'll be in there he'll be in there Daniel Bryan's going to Wrestlemania I can feel it um, and Batista, who was primarily there for a little bit to kind of do some self-promotion, yeah. yeah, won won the Royal Rumble, and the fans shat on it from a great high because at that point the main event of WrestleMania was going to be um, Randy Orton versus Batista, and nobody wanted to see that. So the fans actually started sort of like boycotting it and demanded that Daniel Bryan be put into the match. So, eventually how it worked out is WWE listened to the fans and they made it part of the storyline. And what they did was they said, right then. At this point, Daniel Bryan was having a feud with Triple H. They said, right then, Daniel Bryan, if you beat Triple H, the game, uh, 
At WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, you will then, even though you are been knocked to shit, <laughs> be put into the main event of WrestleMania in a triple threat match. Nice. Daniel Bryan beat Triple H in the opener of WrestleMania, got his ass thoroughly kicked in wrestling terms. Three hours later, he went out there, still not 100%, probably his ribs and his, his leg bandaged up, and he stole it. He won, and he got that title, and the confetti and the babies thrown in the air, and it was awesome. Nice. I loved that WrestleMania. I believe that was the WrestleMania that uh, uh, The Undertaker finally lost. Yeah, yeah, it was, actually, WrestleMania. That was a great WrestleMania, if I'm honest. Uh, but yeah, Batista, he was he was a fun guy, but he's not top ten worth it. No, he's not the worst actor in the world, ever, to be fair. He's, yeah, but he's got his, yeah. his Drax, I'll give him his dues, but <laughs> like, otherwise, no, I'm happy with but that. But he can only play Drax. Yeah. He's very good at playing monosyllabic tough guys. Uh, see his performance in James Bond. I believe the only I don't think he spoke. He said, oh shit, as he was getting dragged off the train by like a chain. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. he didn't say he was like he was like that impossible to hurt guy that just is just never says anything. Jaws. He was just a reincarnation of Jaws. Yeah, he's just a big heavy, and then like so, somehow he gets wrapped up in a chain or a rope, and James Bond throws it out, and of course he's going to get whipped yeah, out with it. And he looks tell. down at the chain going away, looks up to James Bond or the camera, goes, "Oh shit!" And then boom, he's gone. <laughs> that was funny. Um, I never, I never got behind Batista. If I'm perfectly honest with you, like. Um, I didn't watch uh, wrestling much during the the two thousands, like the the mid and late two thousands. I didn't really watch it, so all of Batista's kind of heyday I missed, and he, he was just big guy that slammed you. They didn't he didn't really seem to have much to him. He didn't seem to have much of personality either. That's that's why I don't really yeah. uh, care. I did find him really amusing how much the crowd shat on him when he came back for his last yes. run. Though everything he did became a meme. Yes. I'm going to say for me, is it me? No, I've, no, I've said you. Batista if he's going, and then it's you. Is he, is he definitely gone? Yeah. yeah Great, yeah, it's definitely you. I'm going to say Goldberg. Because uh, the fucking... Um, but he speared Lesnar through that barricade that everyone gets speared through. Yeah, but uh, that, that's why I'm getting rid of him. Like, that's the only thing I know of him. All he did was spear people the whole match. I'm well, like, then was, you know everything. Yeah, Goldberg. Like that, as far as I'm aware, that is his thing. Like, he just speared people for his entire career, of, and that's what he you, built it on. So. A lot of people were saying, because I used to watch a lot of WCW as a kid, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, but in his prime, he had matches that lasted longer than only a couple of minutes. His match against Kevin Owens was probably one of the longest of his career, because he didn't have long matches. He couldn't wrestle. That's what I get from him. Yeah. Like, he just no, he seems yeah. to fit a, a look, and otherwise yeah, he's like, that's no. what it is. He's, yeah, yeah, he's just a two move guy. Yeah. Um, you can spear, you can jackhammer. Fun, I don't fun, think he needs to be on a list for that. No, you're right. Fun fact though, just before he goes, he's one of the two Jewish wrestlers on this list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Goldberg, and the other one is Kevin Nash. <laughs> I almost went for Kevin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate the Jews? <laughs> I don't, I, know, I must be able to smell my own. <laughs> I almost went for Kevin Nash because of um, Magic Mike. Oh, wow. That's another actor. That we there we go. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Nash has been in loads. Yeah. That's Goldberg gone. Yeah, good. Goldberg. Good riddance. He can spear himself off a fucking cliff. Goldberg. Um, I'll go with... I guess I'll go with Gold Dust then. Okay, shaking his head. No, I, I'm I'm fine with Goldberg. Uh, Gold, Goldberg. All the golds are going. All the golds no. are going. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. We had a little chat about it. We uh, kicked this thing off talking about gold dust, didn't we? Yeah, yeah it wasn't actually on the list, I don't think, to begin with. Wasn't, wasn't when we spoke about him, weren't we like, yeah, he's he's the epitome of what we're talking about, <laughs> yeah. people that aren't going to be on this list. Yeah, pretty much. So, shine on, you crazy diamond, get rid of him. I just don't think he's, he's not top ten material. And realistically, that's what this whole cutting... Pop. If you were yes. Ben, he'd be your favourite wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> no, Matilda would be better. Matilda, the wrestler. I don't like wrestlers, but I like dogs. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure right. Matilda. So yeah, I, I felt pretty safe about cutting gold dust. I forgot he was still on the list. I'm going to go a little old school and get rid of Andre the Giant. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> He has a whole thing named after him that people can win. <laughs> yeah. He has a battle royale. Do you have a battle royale <laughs> named after you? <laughs> you know who never won that before this WrestleMania? Oh, no. Big Show. How did according he came? to me, according to me. According to Kane, Big Show had never won the Andre the yeah. Giant Cup thingy. Call it the, man, the Mandala effect on that one. I Turns out literally... he had. <laughs> Everything I that Kane said thus far could be bullshit for yeah, all the yeah, people. Yeah. Take, take everything I say with a grain of salt. I know I'm the guy that spouts trivia, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I was I was like full on arguing with a guy that uh, Big Show was going to win this year's excuse me uh, this year's um, Andre the Giant Battle Royale because he'd never won it before, <laughs> and Big Show was probably going to retire this year. Turns out, yeah, he had. Um, yeah, he won the second one that there ever was. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was full of shit. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Boom. Um, <laughs> I meant to drop that at the start of this so that everything you said then turns well, off. I'm, I'm glad you reminded yourself because <laughs> I didn't remind you. No, it was, it was the giant in the land of the giants. Absolutely. He, He's been in The Princess Bride. Come on, if we're talking about yeah. good movies. But he didn't really... I mean, he was a bit before... or. All of our times, really. Yeah, but his yeah. reputation just preceded. Yeah, yeah, but he, but he's not top ten in my yeah, life at all. As, as good as he is, mm-hmm. I don't want to take anything away from him. He was just big, wasn't he? Was he just a big guy. He wasn't a wrestler. Yeah, so he, a big guy. The, the sad thing about Andre is, is uh, I believe him and the Big Show had the same uh, condition. Uh, well, I don't know if it's actually called gigantism. I'm sure it has like its own specific name. But the point is, Andre basically grew until his body couldn't support himself, and then he died. With uh, with Big Show, I mean, luckily, I think uh, medicine had come a long way enough that they could stop it or um, give him medication or even some kind of operation. If they, I, I really don't know, but they were able to stop it. And Big Show, like I say, Big Show to this day endures. He's had a 20 year career. And for a guy at his size, his height and weight is absurd. Like, yeah. um, no, of, not, not his weight so much now because he's looking lean. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it, who would have thought that in his fucking mid late forties, Big Show would hit the gym like a beast? Yeah. <laughs> the best shape of his entire life. I mean, when he was in WCW in his first couple of years in WWF, he was a beast. But yeah, I mean, you know, he got older and you know, he got older and you know, imagine his, his 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 like. Just the way his body is, I'm sure it must be really hard for him to eat right and, you know, exercise properly and all that good stuff. But, yeah, for him to suddenly just figure it all out is amazing and he should be really proud of himself. But uh, the thing the thing about it, too, uh, that I was going to say was 
I've completely forgotten, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so big, big Show Andre. Andre the Giant. Yeah, he first uh, was it the first or third WrestleMania he had Hulk Hogan? Third WrestleMania. I mean, you could argue that... Slam. I mean, like I say, a, a, a hero is really only as good as his villain. You know, and the slam heard around the world, you know, um, Hulk Hogan versus Andre. That's WrestleMania. When people think of WrestleMania, that picture of them squaring up to yeah, each other yeah, and yeah. Hulk Hogan oh, they still use it to this day absolutely years on absolutely Hulk Hogan who's what 6'5 or whatever he is looking up this massive guy looking up at a guy that is even more massive than him and with that with you know determination but also a little bit of fear in his eyes knowing that he's <laughs> like this motherfucker you know <laughs> so yeah I mean that's that's Andre for me Andre's a big deal um, and he deserves his due diligence but he's yeah Long dead, sadly. So before all yeah. those times. The thing I always remember about Andre the Giant, which I always see uh, knocking around, is that he lived right next door to uh, Samuel Beckett, the really? playwright, really? in France. And yeah, oh, you mean like histor- historically? Yeah, when yeah. he was a kid, and Samuel Beckett used to drive him to school every day because Andre doesn't didn't fit on the school bus yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I did remember that that a I was, weird bit of trivia <laughs> yeah. I, I did remember what I was going to say this is uh, another one from uh, our good friend Kevin Nash Kevin Nash being 6'11 or 7 foot whatever he is but he doesn't have the, the genetic de- uh, de- he's um, just a giant he's just, um, it's just genetics that's the reason he's as big as he is but something he always said was you don't see many 7 foot guys growing into their 60s yeah you know yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's true like just the human body is not meant to be that big. No. And like I said, in, in Andre's case, he grew himself to death, and the others, they, their life expectancy is pretty low just because, you know, once once they get to a certain age, their body just isn't going to function as well, and the massive amount of strain their body puts on their hearts and whatnot. Yeah, it's the know. heart and it's the spine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it all goes, and it's really sad, but uh, as I've said, it is phenomenal that the big show has had a 20-year career and almost never been out for any extended period of time. Uh, which is why I think that if we're talking about our our giant quota to go onto the top ten, Andre's going to get removed and uh, Big Show's kind of safe to go onto the top ten. I'd say so. Yeah. Andre, the logic. gone then. Okay. Um, Mick Foley. No, not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Don't bite your knuckles, he's too new. He's too yeah. new. Oh, he's I want to say even, but there's too many. If you've got Undertaker and Bray Wyatt on the same list, you yeah. know who's going to win. Now, so. Bray Wyatt, I, I, I know he's had his, um, his little championship run, but he has been floundering for the last few years, and they've changed his gimmick all over the place. And also, with the WWE product being how it is today, it's if he was in the attitude era, era, think yeah. of all the fucked up shit Bray Wyatt could have gone up to. He would have been amazing. He would have, yeah. Years ago. He would have been like a serial killing cult leader. He would like, he would like have his own stable of people that he. The would Undertaker like. wouldn't be as big as he is if yeah. Bray Wyatt was around. There. It's true, but he. Well, imagine it. Just imagine that if the Undertaker didn't exist, Bray Wyatt would have filled that hole perfectly. Yeah. He would have fit right there, and. Like I say, he would be able to do some fucked up things. He would like be like voodoo brainwashing people and turning people, you know, like getting in their heads and turning people against each other. Basically, what he should be doing now. Yeah. And like I say, I just, I I think he had the best potential of probably most of the people on this list because again, he's a bigger guy. 
you know, he, he comes from a wrestling lineage. Fun fact, IRS is his dad. Uh, I believe Dallas is his brother. I believe Blackjack Mulligan is his grandfather. Yeah, yes. Blackjack Mulligan is his grandfather. Um, and I say he's a he's a big guy. Big guys typically they don't, you know, I mean they don't they don't get as far as the bodies, but you know you always need your monster, you know, for the hero to try and run through. Um, and yeah, I just I I, I love the idea of uh, Bray Wyatt's kind of initial kind of the, the the idea of Bray Wyatt. I like the execution of Bray Wyatt has been bad. Yeah. And that's why I'm picking him. All right. Yeah. Fair play. <coughs> I'm not going to I, I hope he's. I hope everything picks up in the future. I really do. And uh, as for that WrestleMania match where they were randomly showing cockroaches and maggots and worms <laughs> in the ring, <laughs> that was, yeah, and, that was and Randy doesn't react to it, it's like, uh, well, I guess that happened. Let's wrestle some more. <laughs> Although the really funny thing was the way the ref dived out of the ring every time every it happened. Time. And I was like, why is he... What? Can't he just stand there bewildered too? <laughs> Dan, go for it. Uh, who we got left on the list? Um, many, many people. Yeah, four. I think I'm going to go with Nash. Why is with you and <laughs> picking the down with the Jews? Okay, okay. PewDiePie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> reference. <laughs> I've dated us all. Um, down with the kids, as ever, on, uh, this, on this podcast. Absolutely. I just, I know he's massive, like he's tall and whatever, but I just don't get it. Like, I don't. Some, some of the worst ever uh, live attendance was when Kevin Nash was a champion as Diesel. That was his other gimmick name. So, yeah. He, Shawn Michaels, bodyguard. The best, yeah. the best uh, Nash ever did was when he was in NWO. That was the hottest he ever was. Um... He kind of had like a second fiddle career, if you follow it. He was always the big guy standing behind Hulk Hogan, standing behind Shawn Michaels. You know, he was never the focal point because every time he got that ball, he couldn't run with it. No, yeah, he just... He's always... I know of him, but that's... He was part of the the finger of doom in WCW. Oh, the finger poke of doom! He beat... Please tell this story. He... I believe it's Starcade. It was WCW's... Uh, WrestleMania, effectively. Okay. Um, and I can't for the life of me. I think he beat Diamond Dallas Page for the WCW World Title. Mm-hmm. The next night on Nitro, which was Raw, but for WCW, yeah, him and had a match for the World Title, uh, and they were both part of. One was NWO Wolfpack, and one was NWO Black and White. So NWO had split up because there was about five thousand people in the NWO. At this <laughs> yeah, point. it was getting a bit dumb. And uh, they squared up and everything. Hogan pokes him on the chest. He lies down. Hogan pins him. And to me, that that was the end. He of doesn't the lie down yeah. though. He grabs oh, his heart and yeah, throws he, himself to the ground he like a sharp poke. <laughs> and then Hulk Hogan just like looks at the camera, grins, and then pins him. One, <laughs> two, three. And then Nash pops up and raises Hogan's hand. Wow. That, they that worked was, us all. That was the death of WCW. I think if he's responsible for part of the death of a wrestling group, then yeah, I think he should. Yeah. He shouldn't be. On I mean, he was part of the reason that they carried on as long as they did. And yeah. He, the NWO, him, Hall and Hogan almost killed WWF. Yeah. But make make a long they, make a long story super short. The reason WC, WCW went down the pan. It's because way. Kevin Nash started booking it. Yeah, well, it's because <laughs> all the wrestlers with the high big the big names and the big contractors they all had carte blanche, and uh, and they just booked it. And they apparently they they enjoyed you know 
themselves a bit too much. Yeah. And they ran that thing into the ground. Fair. And uh, all the all the, the up and coming guys went over to WWF at the time. And you know, Chris Jericho was one such person. Eddie Guerrero. Like, Eddie Guerrero, yeah. I mean, I mean, some of them ride it out until it was done, and then they made their careers in the WWF afterwards. But a lot of these guys just just would like they saw the way the wind was blowing, and they saw that they were never going to get any TV time or any exposure or any way to make some money in this business, whatever they were trying to do. And they were like, "I'm going to go see if WWE, uh, WWF wants to, you know, buy what I'm selling." Fair enough. And there you go. Little capsule history. Was Sting part of WC? Yes, he was. He was one of the original. Went down with the ship as well. Him and Rick Flair. Him and Flair. Yeah, yeah. Him and Flair. Sting came back recently to WWE. WWE. Yeah, but no one ever thought. I hate saying this because it makes it. No one ever thought it, and it happened. You know, but there's so many things that people go. All right, well, we know that this person has said on record that he will never wrestle for WWE. We know that this person has said, "Oh, I, I went there and they didn't." They didn't make me an offer I couldn't refuse, so I left. Yeah. AJ, AJ, for example. Sting Sting has been on record multiple times saying that he doesn't like the WWE product. Yeah. Probably at the, probably because of the Attitude Era stuff. Yeah. But I think long enough had gone by that they had buried the hatchet. WCW was 20 years ago. And um, they went PJ. Yeah, and Triple H, to his credit, seems to be the guy that can smooth things over with anyone. He smoothed it over with Bruno San Martino. He, he smoothed it over... Uh, with the Ultimate Warrior, who sadly passed like a week after he got inducted. He was He he died. Um, What happened was, he got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Nobody thought that the... Why isn't he on this list, (laughs) Congress? I was going to say, he's not on the list, is he? Um, Warrior was like on record as a guy that hated the WWE for the way it treated him, the way it treated his legacy after he left. Okay. Um, And yeah, Triple H was able to, you know buried the hatchet with him and he came back and he uh, headlined the Hall of Fame that year. He, yes, early. absolutely. And then he came on to the Raw the following night just to, you know, just to say his little hello to the fans, you know, and uh, give a speech. He died less than 12 hours later of a heart the attack. The speech said uh, something to the effect of every day a man takes his final breath, his heart beats its final beat. Well, you remember his that. soul will run on through the warrior. Yeah. And then he died. Damn. Uh, that it was, was it was poetic yeah. in, in the worst possible way. Um, yeah, no, and but as I say, Triple H, Triple H, he mended all these fences. And um, who are we talking about? Sting. Sting. Sting, sorry. <laughs> I, know, I don't even remember why I mentioned We were talking about Sting. Yeah. And then I went on the Triple H tangent. And then we're on an Ultimate Warrior tangent. And I was so deep in those that I forgot where we started. But I was originally so, at Kevin Nash. Yeah, so yeah. Kevin Nash is off the list. Yeah. Oh my God. We were... I only spoke about Sting because yeah, of the WCW Sting, yeah. link. Yeah. Sting ended up in WWE for Sting's a bit. Sting's on this list, so let's not cover him too fastly. Because Triple H was able to bury the hatchet with him yeah, and then yeah, Triple H yeah. beat him with, by hitting him in the head with a sledgehammer at Wrestlemania <laughs> nice. during the day um, so uh, Kevin Nash is gone yeah <laughs> Kevin Nash is gone Joe uh, big sting Joe <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get rid of That's Scott Hall is tag team partner Razor Ramon I'll take British Bulldog off because <sighs> We only kind of just kept him on anyway to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's enough fanfare in this group to make him all the way to the top ten. That's fair enough. Yeah. Hey, I tried. Like, yeah. 
we've said our piece about him, but yeah. I, I, does that I, also I think he only just made it on to begin with. I guess that means Matilda's gone too. I think yeah, just I British, we're wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's gone, Matilda's gone. Um, on someone else that we covered quite vastly that I'm going to get rid of, the big boss man. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I knew, I knew it was coming. He's, um, he's cool, I like him, but not top ten. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I want to get rid of uh, Kevin Owens. for this, Not not for the exact same reason that uh, uh, I got rid of Bray Wyatt, but I want to get rid of Kevin Owens because he is, in the grand scheme of things, a young guy. He's in his early 30s, I believe, and he's got a lot more gas in the tank. Um, he has not reached his full potential yet. And, um, yeah, I look forward to seeing more of him and more of what he's going to do. Uh, but at the moment, he... Um, he's too... He's not an all-time... He's too green yeah. to be on not, not even Not even that, not even that. Um, he's, he, is he an all-time great? Time's going to tell. But at the moment, Kevin Owens, I mean, he's had a really interesting year uh, on the run-up to WrestleMania where he's been having a, a kind of a programme where he's been best friends... With um, with Chris Jericho, and it's kind of the stupidest thing that ended up working this this past yeah. wrestling year, and it's been entertaining as hell. And then, as they always do in these wrestling scenarios, they turn on each other, and now they're feuding. These former best friends now they're feuding, and because of that, um, uh, Kevin Owens lost his uh, Universal Title to Goldberg in an embarrassing match. Uh, I believe he got squashed by Brock on a house show in Madison Square Garden, which wasn't televised, which is annoying. Uh, and then at WrestleMania, I didn't really much rate their uh, the match that they had with uh, between him and Chris Jericho. Uh, once once again, I I know he's a great wrestler. He's a great promo. His look, his his whole thing is not about his look. And as I said, he's a heel. Mm. You know, if people want to make fun of the fact that his facial hair is patchy or his uh, he's got a beer gut or whatever, that's fine. He's a heel. You're supposed to make fun of him. You're supposed to find something unlikable and detestable about a heel. And I think he's one of the perfect heels, but also he's kind of a likable heel because he's just so funny. Yeah. So I, I just, uh, yeah, back to my original point. I think he's got a lot more gas in the tank and a lot more stuff left in him that we haven't seen yet. But not top ten yet. Not top ten yet, no. No, but potential to be in the future. I, I hate. I almost hate to say it, but you, can you really discuss someone's career until it's over? Mm, yeah. Like there's, there's. So, I mean, there's some of these guys that are like partially retired. Like, for example, Triple H. Yeah. I think he is someone in contention for the top ten because he is very much winding down in his career. Ed, everything that he can and will do, he's done now. I, I believe. Yeah. And his his main job now is to, you know, bring up the next crop of guys. Mm. You know, so that's why I, I believe him. Where and, and like I say, with uh, with Kevin Owens, he's got he's he, you know, will he have a, a top ten career or a Hall of Fame worthy career? He's got everything in my gut says yes one day, but right now no. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, cool. Owens is gone. All my uh, friends that are indie fans are going to kill me. Uh, you know, <laughs> love these new guys are going to kill me because it looks like I'm just picking the new guys. Yeah. Mm. It is an all-time top ten. It is not top <laughs> ten flavour of the month or flavour of the year. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say Million Dollar Man because I don't really know much about him. That's fair enough. 
Who is he? Um, is he old? Old? Quite old. Yeah. Around for the first uh, WrestleMania, I believe he was a, uh, a territory guy as well. And Vince McMahon handpicked him for the Million Dollar Man gimmick, uh, which which was basically he got because um, because back in again back in those days is when you lived the gimmick. Yeah. Because you wanted the public to believe that this persona was your was you. Yeah. So, while everyone else was bongled onto tour buses and carpooling, Million Dollar Man got his own limo. Million Dollar Man always uh, flew first class because Million Dollar Man would not settle for any less. <laughs> uh, and he had, like, the Million Dollar Challenge, you know, like, to beat him. And, uh, and, and you know, he'd set you little challenges, like, kids in the audience. It'd be like... Uh, they get people to, like, lick feet and give them $100. Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> and he'd say, one of the funny eclipses, you've got this little kid, he's like, right, kid, if you can dribble this basketball ten times, I'll give you a $1,000. And he dribbles it, and then Virgil, his servant, ahem, who was black, by the way, uh, <laughs> grabs, grabs the ball and then, like, pops it or, like, throws it away so he can't do it. And he's like, oh, no! That's too bad, and he would just start counting, lick his fingers, start counting the money, and walk away. Um, <laughs> and then there's a the million dollar show with a bag full of money, and then like the baby face would grab the bag, and the bag was probably full of one dollar bills, nothing crazy. Yeah. And he would like throw the money into the crowd, and him and Virgil would be like, "No, my money!" <laughs> He's like Scrooge McDuck, nice. but uh, yeah, and he was the guy like I can buy titles. I'm so rich, and he like invented his own million dollar title that had like diamonds in it that he could never lose. <laughs> His. And uh, he um, he basically uh, he got behind Andre the Giant when Andre the Giant was full blown heel, and he basically had Andre the Giant beat Hulk Hogan and then give him basically sell him the the, the world, world title. title. <laughs> Which then they vacated because that was not allowed. And uh, I think Savage beat him. Ooh, all yeah. I'm dead or, too. It's all about the money. Here comes the money. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. That's everybody got a price for the million dollar man. But yeah, um, met him as well. Really nice guy. Uh, he was doing like a one um, kind of a, a night, like with a career retrospective with a guy called Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they both. It was both kind of like say uh, they had like a compare who would like ask them questions, you know, like, about their career and about themselves. Um, telling stories from their life, from the road, you know, and then uh, at the end they opened it up to the audience to ask them questions and stuff. And, yeah, it was really kind of fun. And uh, I've done that with a few uh, of the of the kind of the old school wrestlers. Like, that was... Um, uh, Bret Hart was the first one I did at that. And uh, I knew the guy that was uh, the promoter, and he kind of... Even though I, I, I like this was a last-minute thing, the guy was like, do you want to come on a night out drinking with Bret Hart? And I was like... Do I? <laughs> Just try and fucking stop me. And like I say, I mean, he mostly kept to himself, but I, dude, I got to have a, a chat and a handshake with Bret Hart. I was happy. That's you right. know, yeah. One of the greatest of all time, as far as in-ring competitors, bar none. I, like I say, I was like, I will never wash my hand again. <laughs> um, and like I say, so that was, that was something awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have to step up. I need to get my challenge. No problem. Uh, who's, who's next? We've got it's, uh, 30 odd people left on the list, and it's almost, what, 10? Yeah. I'm going to go with... I think we need to ring the tag team bell at some point. Too. Oh, yeah. Well, we could knock clock. We could knock off three more and then do a tag team. Uh, I'm gonna go Roddy. No, 
Veto, so fast. Wait, what? <laughs> Roddy Piper. I love, <laughs> just vetoed. I love Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> uh, okay. I will not even allow you to speak. Why can I not cut Roddy Piper? Because he is one of the greatest bad guys there ever was. I... I could talk to you for about an hour about Rowdy Roddy Piper. The only thing I like about Roddy Piper... Is kill? Is him on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Because he plays... Um, this like deranged professional wrestler on oh, funny that it's always Sunday, mm-hmm. um, but to the point where like he's basically just like it's just trash basically. He yeah. he is just like this alcoholic, guys great like brain damaged wrestler. Well, two out of three. Um, um, don't think no, if either of you two have ever noticed my email signature is actually a quote of Roddy Piper's. Yeah, from uh, They Live. Yeah. Come here to kick out of <laughs> bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum, which was then nicked for uh, Duke Nukem. Um, okay, uh, let's talk a little bit about Rowdy Roddy Piper. Why, yeah, why can I not? Rowdy Roddy Piper, again, if you want to go back to that era of the first WrestleManias, he is just a career main heel. Main event, the first one, I believe. The main event of the first one was a tag team match. Hulk Hogan and uh, Mr. T. T versus Paul Orndorff and Rowdy Roddy Piper, yeah. I believe. With uh, Cowboy Bob oh, on uh, in their corner with his fucking permanent arm. Per- yeah, you always so have broken arm. Well, yeah, if you keep hitting people with your broken arm, you're going to break it some more. But um, but yeah, so Randy Roddy Piper was the kind of guy that uh, he would go on a chat show uh, with Mr. T or something, and they'd be asking him about Mr. T, and he's like, Mr. T, he's, he's the only black guy I've ever met that wears more chains than his ancestors. You know, <laughs> like, fucked up wow. shit that you should never say. Like I said, this was the 80s, the late 80s. But he would say stuff that he knew would make people hate him because he did not give a fucking single solitary shit. Um, he, uh, I, be- I forget who the who he was wrestling, um, but he was he had a, he had a program with a black wrestler, and he just randomly said, "I'm going to paint half my body black." Who's this? Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> and Vince McMahon was like, "I love it, do it." <laughs> and he would do it. You can find it, and he'd be like cutting a pro cutting a promo with half his face, like completely black. And um, when I saw him do his one man show, which was actually like a one man comedy show, um, he told a story about that where um, he the only way because because you, he'd sweat and whatever, it would all come off. He had like this stuff, this fixer put on the paint that uh, meant it wouldn't come off. And Andre the Giant poured away the stuff for you to get rid of it. So he had to go through the airport, half black, <laughs> the next day, uh, apparently with a giant Mickey Mouse teddy for his kid. Um, nice. Uh, like I said, he was, he, and also, he, he's, he's such a natural talker. Oh, yeah. Like, he, has, he is a storyteller. Um, as a wrestler, he was not the best, okay? And But I only mean that from the, all the flippity-flops these days and all your big power moves. Rowdy Roddy Piper was kick, punch, rake to the eyes, sleeper hold. <laughs> and I love it. And I've, I've nicked so many of his little... Uh, little um, his little mannerisms when, when I actually wrestled. Um... Any any excuse to like you know just throw in a dirty Roddy Piper move I would I would nick. Um, also he he doesn't come from a lineage. He he was like he was like a kid on the streets you know, and he got into wrestling like the old way, being a little skinny kid getting beaten up by the old guys and being dragged on the road from place to place, being paid basically enough to eat, 
and then somehow wound up being the main event of WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> for the first WrestleMania. Um, and like I said, I mean, he, he, was the, he was the quintessential bad guy you love to hate. Okay? And, and like I say, he, he, in his own ways, he brought up the, uh, the kind of the idea of the cool heel, but before cool heels were cool heels. He was, yeah. tra- he was entertaining, but he was also hateable. Um, he had a promo thing called Piper's Pit where he would interview everyone, who is his current opponent, and he would just shit on them to their faces because he, you know, he knew he was a tough guy. He knew he could you know, handle himself. And he had a, one of the more famous ones was with, uh, I want to say, Superfly Jimmy Snooker, who's like an Islander guy, and it ended with him knocking him out with a coconut, like literally smashing a real coconut over his face, you know, just, and it's just one of the things they play all the time. Um, as I say, I got to meet him, I've got my copy of They Live Sign, there's a cat in the room. Um, <laughs> they Live's an awesome movie. It is an awesome movie, uh, I, I got to meet the guy, have a, have a bit of a chit-chat with him, got my stuff signed. Uh, his one-man show where he basically just told stories was amazing. Um, and just cemented himself to me as one of the greatest of all time. Um, do I need to go on? <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. because I can. You used but your veto. I have used my so veto, and I don't need to say anything else about Randy says, Piper. We need to knock one, two, three more off this list. Before just before I stop, I always like this line though. He's, 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 he's like instantly quotable. There was this one line which was my favourite, which is like, You think I can't handle pressure? I, I was born three months late! I live on pressure! And I just lost my mind with whatever that meant. Um, but yeah, go right ahead. I'm sorry to keep derailing it. No, it's okay. Uh, backgrounds are down. Isn't it, mate? No, it's, uh, it's poor because I vetoed you. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. And then um, I talked for a very long time. I don't know why he stood on the list. I feel like he was on it as a joke to begin with. Ah, you're starting to understand. Coco Beware. Well, <laughs> used his veto, so <laughs> I wasn't going to put my flag too heavily on him, to be fair. I just think he's a good character. Um, I, should, I should probably explain, Paul, since this is your first podcast <laughs> with us. There is always an in-joke, whether we know it or not. <laughs> I, re- I jokingly refer to it as the Howard the Duck, because in the first one... Joe was like leaning so heavily on Howard the Duck, he would not stop saying that Howard the Duck needs to be in the top ten. So in every single one, there's been one that's just been this ridiculous one that we just keep there for shits and giggles. And well done, you've got yeah. rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> beware. Sorry, Coco, if you're mean, listening. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I I only re- really like me and Jay used to talk about us all the time. Jay's my best friend. Hopefully, he'll be on one of these at some point. Yeah. I think he would be really, really... He, he just clicks with everyone about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a really big wrestling fan. He's been trying to get me to watch it for so long. And I've just never really clicked. But one night, we were just, he was showing me all of this sort of stuff. I think he might have showed me the hurricane at some point. <laughs> but I was usually pretty battered. So we'd watch all the reels and the promo stuff and all the stuff that went wrong. And then Coco Beware was on one of them. I was like, oh my God, who the fuck is that guy? Because he had a parrot. He was just amazing, and because I was that drunk, I couldn't remember what his name was. And every time I talk about it, I'd be like, "Jay, who was that guy? Like chocolate, 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 something or other, like chocolate thunder." And he'd be like, "It's not <laughs> chocolate thunder. It's Coco Beware." I'd be like, "That's the one." They'd be like, "Yeah, well, yeah." But on his Coco Beware, <laughs> didn't it say like his one of his names was Sweet Black, Sweet Brown Sugar? Sweet Brown Sugar. Yeah, that was quite um, close to chocolate. For like four months, I got him. I got his name wrong like eighty different ways. <laughs> before I got back to Coco Beware. 
So he's more of an in-joke for me in a, in a lovable way than anything. That's the reason he's on the list for me. Do we have to get rid of Frankie too? Yeah, I think if he's oh, going, no. the parrot goes. I think Definitely. Frankie could take Stone Cold. Yeah. <laughs> when did we take Papa Shango off this last? Actually, yeah, he slipped off. Um, like before, when I cut, when we realised we had like ninety names on the list, so I got rid of like oh, five ridiculous Papa ones. Papa Shango. I would have kept Papa Shango in. Yeah. Papa Shango slash the Godfather. Yeah. He's top ten material. <laughs> All right, Ben. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's over to me. Are we going to uh, are we going to tag team rules now? I think we should. Uh, that means we're getting rid of two time because we've got so goddamn many and yeah. we're talking so long. We're changing maybe. the rules up. Yeah, the only rules is there are no rules. Uh, right, first pick. Uh, Scott Hall. Second pick. Uh, Kane. Ooh. Kane. That's a shit. That's a. I thought he was your namesake. He was your. I've grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Why Kane? Why Kane? Um, I think with Kane. I mean, uh, with uh, with wrestling. I think one of the things everybody realizes is sooner or later things run their course and you do something else. Okay. So with Kane, what what do we have? We've got a guy. He doesn't talk and he wears a mask and he's like unkillable. You know, he's the Undertaker's demented half-brother who was burned in a fire. Yeah. So what do we what do we start doing? We start going, right, well, he can't talk. All right, let's give him this weird... Um, this th- you know, What are they even called when you've, had a, when you've had a yeah. your throat taken out and you need that voice box? You know, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He I'm had that. He's, he spoke like yeah. that. That's how he spoke in the Attitude Era. Is he still wrestling? He, uh, he is very... Very, very <laughs> occasional. As King. As King. And... And so yeah, so we go. All right, well he doesn't talk. Okay, except when he does. And they started wearing a half mask where you could see that his face wasn't burned. Obviously, we're not done. We know that he's not a real burn victim wrestler. <laughs> for God's sake! For God's sake! For, for, I mean, for fuck's sake! I mean, two years before he was Kane, he was Isaac Yankum, the wrestling dentist. Before that, he was fake Diesel. And before that, he was the Unabomber. Fantastic. Do you want to raise me anymore? Oh, right. Go. Okay. Um, I can hear. I can see a dick swinging. Beware when I turn right. Um, so anyway, um, uh, so, so yeah, sometime in like the mid noughties they were like, let's just take Kane's mask off. Okay. And I was like, and I was I wasn't watching wrestling this time. I think somebody showed me. I had to find this clip because I was like, they're like Kane's tag did, took his mask off, and I was like, you're fucking lying to me. And there was this there was this clip where somebody yanked his mask and he immediately covered his face. And he ran out, and then the, then the next um, day, I think it was Undertaker that unmasked him, came out with a mask mounted on his motorcycle, and kind of thing, <laughs> I've unmasked the demon. And uh, I think, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but he, did he lose a match to say he'd have to unmask? I think he did, yeah. Yeah, I think they lost yeah the that team. even sounds familiar to me. Down. Yeah, him and Robert, and then he takes it off, and he's got like, really crap stage Phantom of the Opera stage makeup on and his eyes are all like got loads of black makeup on you know and he's bold because the, the hair is all attached to the, the mask okay. like, nobody knew that um, and then he just you know and then he just turns on Rob Van Dam and choke slams him and you just let the genie out of the bottle like for, I the know, mystery is just gone yeah I know things run their course and I know you you know you can't keep doing the same thing forever but for me, I could not stand it when Kane was just like, oh, I'll just 
I guess I'm just not going to wear a mask anymore for the next ten years. He was mute for the first, 50, you know, for the first ten years he was gay. Then you couldn't shut him up. It was like Corey Taylor, yeah. joining Stone Sour. And then he was, <laughs> and, then, and then he was, uh, and then he was in horror movies. Yeah, but not, you know, not wearing a mask because the unmasked cane. And I just, I just have lost all interest with him. And also, you know, uh, he's he's really he was really just kind of a, a, a kind of a an anti-Undertaker to begin with, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then he became exactly what The Undertaker was, but not as good. So not enough impact to make top ten by yeah. a long shot. But ma- again, with the same the big show, massive respect for having the amount of career he's had for as big as he is, yeah. you know. And to, you know, again, I want to talk about a guy that's had almost no injuries, no time off, and by all accounts is probably a really nice guy from all accounts that I've heard. Yeah. He's a lawyer, I believe. Yeah, he's also, yeah, he's he's, he's actually really smart in real yeah. life. Like, he, I, I forget exactly what he does outside of wrestling. But, yeah, he's there's one of the reasons he's on, like, screeners, finger quote, corporate cane. <laughs> He did, yeah, he did this. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, did, he like, wears a suit. suit yeah. yeah, and then they have this like jackal hide routine where, you know, corporate Kane is the is the you know the suit wearing go. Oh, I, I don't wrestle anymore. But if you piss him off, he'll like go behind a curtain and come out as masked Kane with the hair attached <laughs> to his Kane. the demon Kane. There you nice. go. And he'll come, I swear to God, he had a feud with Seth Rollins where he was where Seth Rollins was friends with corporate Kane, but feuding with. Uh, demon came yeah. <laughs> yeah that did happen and he was like Seth so lovely to see you and he's got like a mug that says world's best boss on it or something like that <laughs> he's like mm, I love coffee you know he's like uh, are you feeling alright Kane he's like I feel just great now that I've had my morning coffee Seth how are you and like bear in mind Demon Kane came out on the last show and like tombstoned him or something nice. <laughs> like, not, not angry about anything he's like no can't think of anything I'm angry about and then of course the, he like Seth Rollins snaps attacks Kane and then like tries to break his leg and then Demon Kane comes back dragging his broken leg and then heals it by magic and then beats the shit out of Seth Rollins. Yeah, this was a storyline about a year and a half ago. I was going to say, before Seth blew out his neck. That's how he blew out his neck. Yeah, yeah, fighting Kane. Kane on a house show. Um, so yeah, when when Kane started becoming more of a character of himself, that's when I lost interest in him. Well, I'm not hearing anybody argue against Who was the other one? Scott Hall. Scott Hall, Scott Hall to I join Kevin Nash. Kevin. Yeah, he's pretty much the second version of Kevin Nash. Big, okay. big fan of him and his redemption story as far as being like a, 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 like a lifelong alcoholic. Yeah, and then and then he got cured by DDP Yoga. What was that again? DDP Yoga. Oh, cool. Get that on ddpyoga.com. Our oh, host. Host what the hell do you, are we advertising? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sponsorship. <laughs> I'm firmly against advertisement. What the fuck? Uh, yoga, I don't know. We just started doing this, and now I'm going. <laughs> yeah, we're apparently a sponsor by yeah. DVP Yoga. I wonder who the fuck these guys are because if we're mentioning them on. <laughs> On, no, on the show. main started doing DDP yoga is really good. DDP. I've done it. Oh, this is Diamond Dallas Page, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's his yeah. yoga program. It is really, it good. really is. Diamond Dallas Page, if you're listening, I don't think you're on the list. If he is on the list. He isn't. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're, we're really sorry. Sorry, you're not in the top. You didn't even make the top 82 wrestlers. <laughs> Bang! But pay us for mentioning yoga. <laughs> We can always edit I his just name. Just edit his yeah. name occasionally. We can edit him onto the top of the list <laughs> if we get sponsorship. <laughs> I Take that, that Instagram photo and just put a picture of Diamond Dallas Pedro. <laughs> uh, damn, though. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I've been to the top of the mountain. Just out of interest, this isn't saying I'm going to get rid of him, but why Jeff Hardy over Matt Hardy? Boxing moves career. Okay. Um, Jeff, Matt, the Hardy boys were awesome. They split up and Jeff, Jeff got the singles a lot more than oh, okay. Matt did. I didn't realise it split. Matt oh, was before. Okay. Matt spiraled down, like... Big time, like people, actually, yeah. yeah, people were like, is something wrong? Is, is Matt okay? Like, you know, and uh, like I say, he had a bit of a rotten time of it, and all the time, um, Jeff was having like a great singles career. He he was a world champion many times. Feuded with the Undertaker, feuded with feuded with CM Punk, but got fired for kind of a drug suspension, I believe. Okay. Um, it's only really recently, like I was say, within the last year, that Matt Hardy has come back with this broken gimmick yeah, that yeah. has made him like land on the map once again. Yeah. And and Jeff Jeff kind of was like maybe tired of the spotlight or whatever and was like, I will be your zombie henchman. You know. <laughs> uh and yeah, and, and I think that's why uh Jeff over because with their career retrospectives as a whole, Jeff has always been the guy. And that, that surprises me because I mean I again I wasn't watching at this time. So when I stopped watching, it was the Hardy Boys, Hardy Boys, and Matt was kind of the guy that did the talking. Yeah. Okay. He was he yeah. was he was the more muted guy in the ring, but he was kind of the guy that you know, like when you see uh you know Edge and Christian, you go, yeah. Edge is the main guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt that way about Matt Hardy, but this was like I say, this is like the late nineties. Okay. I was like, yeah, Jeff's, Jeff's the guy that does all the flashy moves, but Matt's the older brother, Matt's the brains of the outfit, Matt's the guy that's calling the shots, essentially. Um, and also Matt had the girlfriend kind of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, but uh, I, again, I, can't, I don't know exactly how it happened, but when they split, Jeff broke out. Simple as that, really. Okay, so he was just more of the... Uh... That's, that's the reason, as far as I can tell. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Keep him on the list because he was a really good athlete, from what I remember. Like, Tremendous. I, I quite. I really loved his acrobatic stuff when I was watching it back in the day. Um, so yeah, I, I I see him putting up a strong kind of a good fight. A good fight for the top ten. Mm. Mad as a bag of hammers, though. <laughs> He's at, they're both nuts. Yeah. Um, in real life, I think they're both nuts. I'm going to say Shinsuke Nakamura because I only my only experience of him was at WrestleMania. I know we went into quite a lot of detail about his kind of career in Japan and stuff. Yeah, I know he's he, very, he didn't wow you. He didn't wow no, you. No, he did. Like, I get what you, I know. He's very much the kicks <laughs> and kind of actual hurt. He's, he's the kind of wrestler who doesn't mind actually hurting. Strong style, yeah. Yeah, he's very over the top style. Yeah. But um, I just don't think you. I don't see him getting to top ten, and it's getting a bit close now. The really amusing thing about him was that you were like, "That guy looks like he's been hit in the face a lot." Yeah. <laughs> you were like, "Jesus, how old is he?" And I'm like, "I don't know, like 30. And you're like, "He looks fifty. He looks like he basically <laughs> spends his days doing wrestling, where he gets hit in the face a lot, and then his nights drinking sake. He protects himself with sake. his face. Yeah, <laughs> uh, his face is his shield." Yes. So, no, he's not gonna. He's definitely not winning any beauty. Well, I've used my veto, so I cannot say anything. Who's your other one? Um, Booker T, probably. Ooh. I feel like he's on there, but like, is he really gonna be top ten? Yeah. I, I I liked him. I liked his gimmick and stuff from what I knew of him. And I know Jay would probably kill me for getting rid of him, but 
I won't say he's the weirdest shaped human being I've ever seen. It starts like it's, it's like it's like it's just he's a Dorito. Yeah, it's like he swallowed a giant Dorito. It's insane. Like his traps are fucking unreal. But he's uh, a five-time, 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 five-time WCW champion. <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. It's his whole fucking gimmick. Oh, he stares awesome. in his hand for every <laughs> okay. single time. Oh, and then he does a spin a Rooney. Doesn't he wear a glove? Well, uh, he, two, he does wear two gloves. Oh, yeah. two gloves. Like an American football player. King Booker. King yeah. Booker. That was one of his gimmicks, wasn't it? Yeah. Indeedy Booker. doody it was. But as I say, I, I like Booker T. I love Booker T. And mm-hmm. Nakamura is in the same boat as Kevin Owens. He's only just... Is he's, he actually on the main roster now? Yes, he debuted right. at SmackDown on Tuesday. Well, there you go. I mean, say no more. I mean, he's had a great career in Japan, but now he's on the main roster on WWE SmackDown. It's time to see what he can do. Which no events will be. He's Asian! Put yeah. gongs around him! Put him with Funaki and Tajiri. Yeah! Play Chinese music, he's Japanese. Ah, it's all the same! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're my two choices then. Yeah. What are we up to? Kind of numbers. Uh, 28. 28. So another eight more? Yeah. So one, more so round 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 from, one more round back to down. Yeah. I'm gonna get rid of two big guys. Big in stature? <laughs> I'm going to get rid of Hulk Hogan. Whoa, okay. <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about him. I don't Everyone think anyone would disagree either. He's the amazing racist. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, there are various outside of wrestling reasons. I've seen his sex tape. <laughs> I was powerless. Hulk's gone. Be forced to, like. <laughs> Hulk Hogan come in your house. Well, I'm Brother! A, I'm, a, I'm a generally curious fellow. Oh, I thought it was on like one of these meetups. Like. Oh right, yeah, it was right in front of me. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan invited us to watch his sex tape live. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get rid of uh, Hulk Hogan, and I'm gonna get rid of John Cena. Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm not wasting it on John. I'm not wasting no. it. No. And his name no. is John Cena, no, and no one can stop him. I want what button you got to push to get to get You've got to push. You might that last round. Two people. Who? There is two people that you can get rid of. Last round, you might, uh, Who is your starby? I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm letting Cena go. I'm going to get rid of John Cena because John Cena is kind of the opposite of everything I like in a character. Um, Fair enough. As much as Just, I hate him, he, he's he's a good like he's the face and has been for ten years. Twelve. Is it twelve now? Jesus. But he's. I don't I don't mind a face, but John Cena is. He's two faced He's two faced Yeah. <laughs> There's there's a, like a prevailing kind of idea which is clean cut, no, you know butter wouldn't melt ma- ma- butter wouldn't melt in your mouth Captain America style human beings. Mm. People don't buy them anymore. Yeah, and like, that is what John Cena. John Cena is a superhero that wrestles. The gimmick doesn't do anything for me. No. Well, his his gimmick has gone through so many things. He is just like he is just a pair of shorts now, as far as because when he came in, he was like, "I'm a rapper." Just I'm a, a pair of shorts and a cap. Pretty much, he's like, <laughs> "I'm a white rapper." He's like, "Does he rap anymore?" No. Does he talk smack anymore? Not really. You know. And then he's like babyface, and then it's like, 
and then he just like the marine salute and he's like is he a marine no does he do anything did anymore, he go, didn't he just get dishonorably discharged that was Randy Orton oh was that all yeah. uh, uh, John Cena was never in the, the marine team I just find that bodybuilder or I didn't like seeing it to begin with and he gets more boring as time goes on oh yeah I mean, he's basically been doing the exact fucking same thing since I picked up wrestling again sometime in 2010. Yeah. He's been doing the same thing. And it's thing 2017 now. Six. He's been doing the yeah. same thing for probably Could you years. Could you imagine if... I mean, I, I, did you ever stop watching? Uh, I did, but only for a couple of years. Okay. Well, from what I know, he's been this pretty much this exact character since, what, 2006? Give or take, yeah. Okay, that's at least 11 years ago. I started watching it in 2010. He's done the same thing for seven years since then. Imagine how tired I would be of his act yeah. if it had been 12 years I'd been seeing him do that instead of I think the seven. one exception to the, that is The Undertaker. But The Undertaker wrestles once a year. Yeah, there is. The Undertaker isn't out there every single Monday night going, Hey, everybody! <laughs> Me! <And again. laughs> Yeah. I'm Rest in peace. Yeah? Is me. Yeah? <laughs> I'm wearing the cap backwards this time. Ah. <laughs> the shorts are red. This wonder, time. wonder if I'll win tonight. <laughs> of course I will. <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah, I think John Cena's a, a, a good shout. I don't think. I um, like I know some people love him, but I don't care. <laughs> like I don't. I, the thing about John Cena as well is I didn't think on our list he would ever fit. No. I didn't see him as a man of the minds, top ten kind of guy. Hmm. Well, fair enough. I've got no problem with that. So it was um, so it was John Cena and the other one was... Hulk Hogan. Wow. <laughs> yeah, two big names in one. Like, the two combined faces. <laughs> yeah, from, the packs, like, from 80 years. to 90 and from, like, early 2000s to now. <laughs> I mean, who I mean, who else? Would, uh, the Rock. Do you want to get rid of The Rock as well? Stone Cold? No. Then get rid of all the faces. No, Dwayne Johnson holds a special place in Joe's heart because He's of the Fast and Furious franchise more than anything. I mean, uh, we'll get to that, but it's not just that. It's the Attitude Era as well. I'm... I'm gonna go. Cause it's another guy it's the same as the the Hogan and the Cena thing. Um you just never never got it for me is Ric Flair. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 for those of you that are listening, King's head almost exploded. Excuse me! <laughs> the man! <laughs> Who won his 16th world title with a tear in his eye? <laughs> John Cena won 16th world title. Yeah, and, he couldn't lay, and in his prime, he couldn't lace Ric Flair's boots. He couldn't <laughs> carry Ric Flair's bags in his prime. Unless Joe wishes to beat over Ric Flair. No. Woo! <laughs> I feel like me and Joe are saving our vetoes for the same people. <laughs> I don't think Joe cares who his veto is. Um, I think that's the difference. And. Ric Flair looked like a crazy motherfucker. That's because he's old as shit now. No, even back then. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. even back when I'm looking at you. I'm surprised I'm actually saying this. Uh oh. But Brock Lesnar. No, I'm not surprised. He's a one trick fucking pony. Yeah, as much I love him. He's there with Goldberg. Yeah. I like I him. Love him. Like German suplex. I hate him at the same time. DDT town. DDT town. Pop up city. <laughs> Insert name of move and name of 
<laughs> County here. <laughs> All right, sound okay. Let's uh, keep yeah. it moving. Let's keep this train wrecker rolling, eh? Oh, Jesus, it's getting really hard now. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Right, I'm going to get rid of Rick Rude for one of them because I don't really have... I mean, as I love the clip... I mean, again... Loves the clip. You sweat hogs! <laughs> Who's Rick Rude? Let's Google him. Rick, I love Rick Rude. Rick Rude, again, he's, oh. he's like the golden age of WWF kind of thing. He's, he's a really good on. career heel. Oh, Pretty yeah. boy with his Tom Selleck moustache. Yep. With his... He is like... I think his physique is just like cut. Like he's not bulky, he is just cut. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know. Like Dan wishes he looked like Rick Rude. I, think. <laughs> I wouldn't say no, he's got a good shape to him. Like yeah. you say he's not huge, but he's really fucking well, Danny Ryan's not fucking small. How about yeah. the mustache though? I bet you'd even Oh yeah, the mustache. the mustache is badass. And the beautiful mullet. Not sure about the mullet. Uh, yeah, mullet's too much, I understand. I think I like it more with his hair cut and the moustache. Yeah, uh, died too young, had a great career. He was in the Hall of Fame this year. Yes, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. But with the company he's getting into with what's left over on this list, he, it's only a yeah. matter of time. Yeah. Um, I hate to say this, but I'll do it anyway. Owen Hart. Because... I yeah, there, 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 there's going to be only one heart on this list, and that's Brett. But, 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 Owen Hart was a tremendous wrestler who died too young. Yeah, he he never had the chance to have a career. Yeah, I think the sad the sad thing was is they'd even re when he when he did actually uh, fall to his death, um, they would repackaged him into a like a masked superhero gimmick, which was just him going. <laughs> Down the card, yeah, you know. So he his blue blazer. the blue blazer. That's the one. So he not only was he, you know he didn't even die with his own name. Very sad, you know, kind of thing. So he he was his career was probably going nowhere. They'd hitched their wagon to the Hart brother that they thought was going to you know be the face of the company at that time. Yeah, um, but that does not take away from him being a, a classically trained great professional wrestler. Um, his match, uh, you know, the the Blood Brother feud, you know, between him and uh, him and Brett is a poetry. Tanya is uh, that match is poetry in motion, and the finish is absurd. <laughs> the victory. Um, I don't know if people. Um, I'll, I'll try and describe it because it's a really weird move. Imagine someone's up in the powerbomb position, so he's got them like back facing. Cocking face. Yeah. yeah. Balls in his face. He's going to slam him down that. Um, he did a very difficult move called a victory roll, especially for a guy of his size, where he basically dived over his head, grabbed his legs on the way down, and flipped him over into a pin and beat Bret Hart that way. Okay. Bret Hart had a match that night and won the world championship after that. He had two matches that night, didn't he? Yes. Done. So he got beaten by his brother... You know, because these, you know, the story they were telling was these guys know every trick. They came up together, they've known each other for their entire lives. Yeah. They know what they're going to do before they know what they're going to do, you know. And it's the Blood Brother feud of Owen trying to prove himself to his big brother. And he beats his big brother, like, by a, maybe by a fluke. And then his big brother has, you know, he's got another match that night. And he wins the crowning achievement of the of the thing. So what does that make you think, you know, that these two guys, his brother has beat him that night. And then in spite of that, Bret Hart goes and wins the world title that night. It's 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 crazy yeah. storytelling when you think about it that way, hmm. um, but yeah, I mean Owen never really did the whole. I mean, 
you can say that Brett didn't really have a lot of personality, but he let his, you know, he did his talking in the ring. Yeah. You know, he let his, he let his work speak for himself. Okay. Um, Owen was just kind of, he was more of the same. Maybe he could have, you know, maybe he could have, <laughs> was I was about to say he's a little bit flat, but <laughs> seems oh, a bit But yeah, so I, I just believe that even even had he had a long career, I don't think he would have been world champion. I apologise to wrestling fans out there. Yeah, you're going to catch If people do listen to this, if it's if, yeah, it's, it was it's a lot, right, it was a long time ago. But he is a darling. Get over uh, it, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what Dan means is rest in peace. It happened years ago. <laughs> Uh, dear oh dear so yeah that was uh, I can't even remember you first oh god we just went around a rabbit hole we, this is getting pretty bad okay I said Owen oh um, Rick Rude oh, oh yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick Rude, Rude Rick Owen Rude. Hart so we're down to 26 22 22 <laughs> 22 I think we should try and get down to 16 very well and just do you want to do another well two? I'm gl- I'm glad that I probably won't have another round is that probably right yeah. because now we're in really tough uh, two Two, two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bear in mind that Daniel Bryan and Rowdy Roddy Piper have been saved. They have yeah. been vetoed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk, because I don't know much about him, <laughs> other than he was in UFC for a bit. Was he? Did yeah. he just in UFC? Yes, he did. I love CM, CM Punk. has been but in it a while. What ninety nine? Has he? He no. probably he probably started like in started in backyard nine, wrestling. Like, yeah, he was okay. he was indie. Yeah, okay, so that I thought he was relatively newish. Yeah, but he's retired, I think, like two years ago. Quit in a half. Yeah. He had, he quit the night after the Royal Rumble. Oh, there's a cat on the table. Is your voice going to be muffled now, Dan? Because you've got a cat behind the microphone. No, your cat's ass is in the mic. It's a pop shield of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> Just the cat ripping a massive fuck. <laughs> You're like, I didn't even know that could happen. Um, no, uh, well, what can you say about CM Punk? Um, best he, in the world. He did best in the world. Uh, he was he, he best in the world. Or well, that was his gimmick for. Okay. Like, he was he was fantastic. He sat when when wrestling was a bit of, in a bit of a lull period. He came out there and he cut what people call um, the pipe, pipe bomb, bomb pro, the pipe bomb promo. Where he basically sh- uh, what we call shooting, which is yeah. real. Jay's told me about this, but he does he does it really over the he, like yeah, most people by yeah, real names gets, and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets to the point where they genuinely turn his mic off. Yeah, because they're worried about what he's going to say. Yeah, I've heard of this. Um, yeah, did everyone like that? Though? Everybody, he was saying things that people wanted him to say. He he was saying, "We're tired of John Cena." We're tired of Vince McMahon. We're tired of uh, Triple H. Yeah. You know, it's time for change, but you're never going to get change, kind of thing. Is is kind of the sum total of what he was saying. And he, so he, he'd kind of had enough as well. I think yeah, he, I think yeah. it was art, I think it was re- reality imitating art. Yeah. I could 100 percent believe he felt that way. Yeah. But it was definitely. I mean, you don't say anything on WWE television without them clearing. You know, without them yeah. giving you permission. He said he cut their mic. He they could have cut his mic five seconds in. As soon as they were like, "What's he saying?" Oh shit! Go to commercial, boys. Exactly, yeah. yeah, but they let they obviously they let, let him because yeah, yeah cause, and it and it worked in spectacular fashion. He was super straight edge. Yeah, uh, that was yeah, that was his real life thing. His his uh, straight, one of his, straight edge, sharp tongue. Yeah, 
one, one or both of his parents were either an alcoholic or a drug addict. So at a young Dad's age, was an alcoholic. At a young age, he was like, right, I ain't going down that path ever, ever. Okay. So that kind of coloured his his kind of thing. So he okay. no no drugs, no alcohol. What does the CM stand for? Um, chick magnet. Chick magnet. <laughs> Cookie <laughs> right. monster. Cookie monster. Um, when I first started watching wrestling again in 2010. Um, he had like really long kind of piratey hair and a long beard yeah. and he looked just like Charles Manson <laughs> so I thought I, I don't know why Charles I thought, I thought it was CM Char, Charles Manson. Manson but going way back to his fucking backyard days he was in a tag team called the Chick Magnets <laughs> with CM he was CM Punk and his tag team partner was CM Venom okay and, awesome. that, and he just kept it what did Venom do? Um, also, he, also later on in his career, he didn't do it. He didn't go anywhere. Um, also, later on, he would say that uh, the CM stood for Chicago Made, okay. which is where he's from. Yeah. So uh, it's it's kind of like Most REM, the yeah. band REM. What does it stand for? Not really anything at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So no one vetoing him. Nah. Did I say another one? Nah. I can't. I would, but I can't. Mm. And also Piper. So Punk's gone. One day, I think Punk might come back one day. And I hope. Uh, it's, right, I don't know if this is me being in, in, in sensitive again. Uh-oh. Is Chris Benoit the guy who killed everybody? Yes! Okay. Yeah, can we get him off the list then? The elephant in the room is <laughs> dead. He was. He always looked like a crazy motherfucker. That was his thing. He, like, was the, he looked like he, he was like. He looked like his blood pressure was through the roof all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he's one of the reasons Daniel Bryan doesn't wrestle anymore because they don't. Concu- want, yeah, the, the, he had so many concussions. They're like, you're fine, carry on. Okay, um, and then he went mental. So <laughs> the way <laughs> the way yeah. wrestling was a little bit was you know it's like a man's man's thing. You know, there's like a. A boy's men- a, a, a man's mentality. Yeah. A kind of a locker room mentality is guess what I'm going for. So it was almost like a badge of honour if you wrestled injured or if you were just that guy that never got hurt. You know, even yeah. if you were, you'd say, I'm, I'm still going out there and. I'm still going to get on with this. I'm still yeah. Going to do it. Yeah. You can't, you know, can't, you know. Now, I, I didn't know this, but apparently when you have a concussion, if you have any sort of like impact to your head while you have a concussion, you automatically get another concussion. Okay. So. With with Chris Benoit, who's like you know diving headbutts, like yeah, sure he's like landing safely, kind of on his forearms and knees, mm. you know, from the top rope. But your brain is sloshing around. If you've yeah, already yeah. got a concussion from getting hit with a chair last week or whatever, you're getting another concussion. If you're doing that five nights a week, you're getting concussion on top of concussion on top of concussion. Mm. I've been concussed. It's not fun. <laughs> Everything hurts. Like light hurts your eyes. You just want to sleep, but people can't let you go to sleep because yeah. you know that could be even worse. Uh, or kicked in the head really hard. As it's what happened to me. Um, but but yeah, I mean, and if you're the kind of guy that if you're always concussed, like if you don't even notice that you're concussed, and it it, it just has um, it had a lasting effect on the guy. People always said that Chris Benoit was a weird guy, yeah. and. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I don't feel the need to give him a lot of talk. He was a fantastic wrestler, but he was also he also killed his family and then himself. Yeah. So that kind of. Uh, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to paint and I don't know much about it. Obviously, yeah. there was some kind of issue there from the mental stability point of view, and yeah. that can't always be helped. Well, Sometimes it does manifest in a negative way like that. Unfortunately, but, but by um, it doesn't by make him necessarily a bad person, which is. 
doesn't I know that sounds counterintuitive, but without knowing what was going on with all of the various head injuries, there could be many reasons yeah. it happened. So um, not to paint him too bad of a light, despite the horrible thing that he obviously did. Hmm. I guess. Well, it's, I mean, it's funny that we kind of bring him up. I mean, I, I guess he was always going to be talked about at one point or another. But um, if I just want to, if I could just uh, plug another podcast I'm a big fan of. Uh, last podcast on the left, usually a uh, I have a horror, listened to it. Yeah, it's serial podcast. killer slash horror yeah. review. You recommended yeah. it to me. Actually. Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, the, this week's episode is actually Chris Benoit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you really want to know all the ins and outs of that, including the, the, the conspiracy theories that they throw in as a little Brucey bonus at the okay. end, Check then uh, yeah, they say. Uh, last podcast on the left. Yeah, they, they, they released that, and that was fantastic, and I really enjoyed listening to that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and I think one of the things they said, and I might be quoting them verbatim here, is they said, does killing your entire family. Absolve, uh, you know, negate having a really great wrestling career, and the answer is yes, it does. Yes, yeah. You know, which is why he's never going to be in the Hall of Fame. Which no. is why, I mean, although they they don't mention him, but they do, they have started showing clips where he's kind of in them. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, before that, you just never saw him, but now on the WWE Network, you can. You can't so search for him. So I was watching when I first got the network one of the Money in the Bank ladder matches, the first one he was in. Yeah. And any bit of commentary that involved anything he was doing was, was just out. Yeah. So it would be like, oh, and now he's going up the ladder. <laughs> oh, and what? What a like drop kick by Chris Jericho! And it was like, what the hell was that? Yeah. Like ten seconds of blank. It's weird. And it took but... me a while to click, and I was like, oh, they're not mentioning. Anything to do with Benoit? Yeah, it's it's weird, but I understand why they have to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they. I mean, you can't. I don't believe you can search for him on the WWE Network, but you can search for matches that he's involved in. Okay. Uh, but it or you know, that is that is that is wrestling's biggest black eye, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Like wrestling takes a fucking pounding from people who you know don't don't take it seriously. Think it's think it's like juvenile. Think you're a juvenile for liking it, you know. And you're like, they're fine. You get, you know, you watch movies, you watch TV. They're all, you know, they're all actors playing a role, kind of thing. It's a similar thing, um, and that's how I've always rationalised it to myself. Um, not that I really need an excuse to like something I like. Um, no, but, yeah, yeah. But my point is, it gets it. Wrestling is kind of thought of as being really lowbrow, and it gets shat on by a great height by quite a lot of people, and. One of the worst things that people can bring up to you as a wrestling fan is the name Chris Benoit, you know. So, and I under, and you know, and I understand why WWE feel the need to completely erase him yeah, from yeah. history. Uh, as good of a wrestler as he was, you can't kill your family and uh, still uh, go in no, the fame. That's what it takes to not be on our top ten list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ricky, she did run over Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> but uh, god damn he didn't kill his family <laughs> yeah see Rikishi could have made it onto this list that's fine if, yeah but you know double homicide nah oh, well actually uh, Scott Hall killed somebody Scott Hall yes Scott Hall used to be a bouncer at a nightclub and a guy pulled a gun on him and somehow uh, Scott Hall got the gun and killed him wow and he didn't go uh, didn't serve any time for it because it was uh, justifiable self defense yeah, yeah. Um, well, Scott Hall also got kicked off this. Yeah. <laughs> he did. I just thought it'd be interesting to mention. Just for the record, has anybody currently on here killed anyone? Uh, <laughs> let's take a look. Undertaker has killed himself. <laughs> no, um, 
Jeff Hardy. Great Carl, he killed somebody by accident. I don't think anyone on the list has. Triple H has killed a few careers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that it? Right, no. No, 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 no. Nobody on here has killed anyone. Just double checking there isn't any more murderers on this list. Right. Round to Joe. New Jack's killed about five people. This one may actually have to be a free parter at this point. <laughs> I don't know what time we're on. Um, but we're going to have to call it quit soon, I think, as well. Because it's we 20 get, to 11, I've still got to do a two and a half hour drive. I tell you what, shall we get down to the town of 16 and then I'm going to do the do the old shot clock. 10, 15 minutes, get it done. Yeah. Because yeah. we've talked about all these guys. I think we have talked about and most it, of them. When we get point. to Stone Cold, when we get to The Rock, do we really need to talk no, about it? Virtually everyone else left on the list that we haven't spoke about doesn't need talking about. They know, yeah, people know. I think the one person that's kind of slipped on. I mean. Randy Orton, I don't think we've spoken much about. Edge, we haven't spoken much about. And Jericho, we haven't spoken much about. Jericho, I don't think needs no. talking about. Ed, Randy Orton, I don't personally know a lot about. And Edge, I don't really know a lot about. Other than there is the tag team um, time of Chris, of Christian and Edge. Was that those guys? Yes. What if we dropped it down to 16? And then we, we record these... And they didn't get edited for ages. Why don't we just get the guys who were supposed to be on this one back for the back for the Arnie one? Wrap up this one. Go straight to the Arnie one. Mm, we could do. I'm fine with doing it now, but I'm yeah, I'm fine with doing it now. I think we can we can put the clock. Let's try and shot clock it. Yeah. yeah, we'll do the shot clock and we'll crack on with it. Yeah, I don't, like the, you moment, say, the moment we're down to sixteen, fifteen minutes on the clock. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'll, I'll watch it, and, you know, I'll be giving us time cues, but we'll get to yeah. it. Uh, Mr. Editor, just uh, tighten all this up. <laughs> uh, Action. I don't know then. I'm not, um, Trish? You want no women on the top ten? Trish is gone. You've got rid of both women. I think you've got your veto left, and you say she was one of them. No, no. There's no? two people that it'll be used on, and after learning something about Joe, there's one person that'll be there, used on. <laughs> There's two people, The Rock and The Rock. <laughs> I don't know, Trish, I guess. Okay. Um, okay so she's gone, we already spoke about her earlier as well. Well, so. the only person that can tell you no is Paul. Yep. We, we can't say anything. Right. We've, uh, we've talked about the ladies. Uh, well, yeah, I don't really know who else. Um, I guess. Uh... Mr. Editor. He uses a technique which cuts any long gaps of silence. Yeah, oh, that's so, cool. I always feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it'll just sound like it's carried on. Randy Savage? No! <laughs> oh, that's the line! Oh, yeah! You are not getting rid of Savage. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> they tried to take me off the list. Oh yeah, Joe. <laughs> why? Why can't we get it's rid of it? Dig it. That's why. It's one of the greatest like promos and in ringers of all time. Craziest autistic He's... motherfucker. <laughs> he was the Rock before the Rock was the Rock. Oh yeah. yeah. Dig it. <laughs> so Randy Savage has been saved. Uh, one more then, Joe. The Macho mm-hmm. Man is staying on the list. Alright, keep going, Joe. We've got to pick another one then. And this time no one can save them. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, <laughs> you're going to be on the I swear to God. I'll get rid of Chris Jericho. Fair you, enough. 
bastard! <laughs> was that another one you were Yeah, doing? I oh. love Jericho. Alright, so you say... Not um, as much as Savage. I will give Jericho his dues. He is a fantastic personality. Yeah. And he was also a very athletic wrestler. He used holds well. He He's did. reinvented himself many times. Yep, you know, every time it's worked. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for the end of the world. Game. The Walls of Jericho is probably one of the worst wrestling moves I ever had did to me as a kid. Good old lion right. tamer. Yep. He was, <laughs> it was fucking brutal. Um, uh, his podcast is supposed to be very good. Whilst we're very pimping good. everything else. I nicked, his, uh, I nicked his finisher, the code breaker. Because nice. I thought it was really easy to do on anyone. <laughs> um, but no, he's... Um, uh, yeah, I mean, if anyone had a veto, I think if I had a veto, I probably would save him at this point. Who did oh, you say? Daniel Bryan. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, well, I thought so. I've used it, but I've used yeah. it on Savage. Um, so, unless Joe has anything against this, uh, I'm going Seth Tony. Rollins. Yeah. Um, he, again, the same as a lot of the others. His career's not over. That we can't put him in the top ten. I don't know. His knees absolutely fucked, isn't yeah, it? His career could be over. And just because he's a bit before everyone's time, um, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Kane's head explodes again. <laughs> just because I'm like channeling like all the old schoolers. Yeah. They're like no. No Ric Flair, no Dusty, you motherfucker. I don't really know anything about Dusty Rhodes. Uh, yeah, yeah but he's, he's kind of like, uh, how, to, how to put it? Think we accidentally you know the same the way... Off the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reacting. Do you know how people kind of have like this kind of reverence for maybe like Stan Lee whenever he turns up yeah. in, a, in, a, in a Marvel movie and they go, ah, oh, good old Stan Lee. It's going to be a sad day when Stan Lee dies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's Dusty. He's he's oh, okay. like he's 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 crea- he's nurtured so many talents through over the years. Like he had a great stellar career, and also looking like he did, yeah. you know, the son of a plumber who looked like a kind of a melting waxwork of a man. And I'm sure he, he, if he was alive, he would tell you he wasn't the prettiest guy ever, you know. But he, everyone loved him because he yeah, his root. He was like a man of the people and humble. Okay. And then after he had a stellar career, he he ran promotions and he trained people. Um, and there's so many people at the last Hall of Fame that were just like, I owe so much to Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, he was he, a big he, unit, wasn't he? Was, he was one of the big trainers in NXT, so even the new current crop are like, Dusty Rhodes, man. You know, one of the main reasons Cody Rhodes quit, in part, I believe, was because of uh, his, his dad dying. Okay. And, you know, I, I'm sure it didn't help that he didn't feel he was getting any recognition and also I don't think he was allowed to pay tribute to his dad in any way like people always thought that because of his dad dying he should probably abandon the Stardust gimmick and take the Rhodes name once again okay. but he, but apparently they I might, I might be mixing up things but apparently they wouldn't let him even though he really wanted to okay. um, and even to this day I don't believe Cody can use the Rhodes name on the indies no because Cody the American yeah, nightmare yeah his, his dad was the American dream yeah but um, okay. I, su- I suppose the other thing was that uh, a bit that goes back to what I said seven hours ago uh, about <laughs> um, WWE wanting to copyright their wrestler's name, even if it's their real name. Yeah. Cody, uh, Cody Runnels is his real name, but his ring name, the Rhodes name. Is WWE. Yeah. That, he, if you asked Cody Runnels if his name was Cody Rhodes or Cody Runnels, he'll tell you his, he's a Rhodes. Yeah. He bleeds Rhodes. So it's sad. I mean, you know, you can't use the legacy of your dad, who clearly he cares so much about his dad. Uh, so that's very really sad. 
Um, so that's that's why I say that's the sum total of why Dusty Rhodes is revered so much as he is. Fair enough. Okay. But he's gone. Sixteen left. Meeting of the minds is a brutal place. Uh, that it is. Right. Okay. Well, we're down to sixteen. Time for a shot clock. Boom! Start the clock. All right. It's done before I fall asleep and we crash have, and burn us all. We have fifteen minutes on the clock, which I will be monitoring as our timekeeper and referee. Okay, fuck it, number 10. Let's do this thing. Uh, right, Hang Mick on. Foley, talk about it. Top uh, top five or bottom five? Oh, are we trying to sort out? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's the only way the we can do it. Ten. I think it's the only yeah. way. I think Mick Foley's worthy of being on the top 10. I'm going to start yeah, it off hard. Definitely. Uh, my question is, is, do people think he's in the top five or the bottom, fi- bottom five? I think he's just going to move him straight over. I think Mick Foley Mick is Foley definitely easily a top, a top 10. 10. I think he's uh, top five. Taker, top ten, top five. Top five. Top five. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Top ten. Top ten. Yeah. So bottom, bottom ten. Uh, bottom of uh, ten. Yeah. Bottom half of The ten. Rock, top five. Top five. Yeah. If you wanted a guy that can do anything. Yeah. You know. Athletic, big, talks it up, does heel, does face. Does, does baby face, does heel, uh, survived outside of the business, which until... Yeah until Batista sort of, nobody had done. No. And and, and Batista will never reach the, the heights of The Rock, let's be honest. No, the he's rock, a phenomenon. The Rock is the most, uh, the highest paid uh, movie a- a- yeah. male actor, actor currently. for a fucking reason. And okay? he's got his production company are making the new Baywatch, the new fuck, the, the remake of um, Jumanji. They've, they've yeah. got like 18 ballers different movies on Ballers, yeah. yeah. He's he, taken himself and his <coughs> personality yeah. and, and made a business of it yeah. and there's very good reason. Yeah. And, and as, as an actor, yeah, Scorpion King does. does <laughs> that does was his as third a, fucking movie. As Horror King quite well pointed out in that break. promo. I, but he's done <laughs> so much fucking better. Everything after the Tooth Fairy has been fucking platinum gold. Yeah, the, pretty much. The Rock has the Midas touch. Everything The Rock has done, he is, whether it took overnight or it took a while, he has succeeded and yep. then some. Determination he is, and grit. He is the pix, picture definition of a man not only meeting his potential but excelling it. Yep, yeah. Definitely. Everything he has tried has worked. I just like the fact that he's tripled in size. Yes! Yeah! He goes up a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, he tends to do whatever he does with for the role, whatever he needs for the role, really. Then, if you look at him in the fucking Hercules movie, it's insane. Yeah. Jesus, tell you fucking Christ. Whereas yeah. now he's just ripped to fuck in the Baywatch movie. Mm. Yeah, he, he made Zac Efron so, like, <laughs> feel so bad about looking like a little ten-year-old getting out of a swimming pool next to him yep. that he was like, right, I'm working out with The Rock. And now um, Zac Efron looks terrifying. He, he looks like yeah. his head has been put on like a giant muscle man's body. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's been put on Arnie's body. A densely packed motherfucker. Yeah. Um, moving on. Bret Hart is probably going to be there. Isn't bottom, he? 10. Bottom, bottom ten. Bottom ten. Bottom ten. Not much in the current. Not much in the actual like verbal kind of promo personality department. But a better wrestler, you're not going to find one. Okay. And Except maybe Kurt Angle. Maybe. But also, he okay. went out. He went out on a high, I would believe, because you, with some of these guys, they wrestled well past their prime, when they probably should have stopped. Um, sadly, um, uh, sadly, your good friend Goldberg kicked, uh, Bret, kicked Hart. Bret Hart it's... so hard in the head, he had a stroke, 
and had to retire instantly from wrestling and he never came back. See, this is what I mean, Goldberg's a douche. Yeah, like Goldberg, he's like, this is why I only spear and jackhammer people. Because <laughs> everything else hurts people. <laughs> I touched the mic there. That's, That's probably the stuff. Um, he's like, this is why, because I, I, I end careers when I do anything else. <laughs> I um, wrestle. Yeah, so yeah, I believe exactly what happened was he kicked him so hard in the head, he basically, I don't know if he had a stroke there and then, or had like a pre-stroke, something like that. And then what he, he, the doctor said, you can't wrestle, you can't, you shouldn't really even watch TV, like, or do anything that physical for like a year. And he fell off a a, a bicycle, I believe. He fell off a bicycle and he had a stroke and that was it. Like just in his free time, he was like, oh, I'm just gonna enjoy my life a bit then. And yeah, because I I read his his autobiography, as I read a few of them, but, yeah, he, he, he. So is he still kicking about? Then? Oh, he's, yeah, yeah, he's still alive still and kicking. He's he's rehabilitated his body really well, and you wouldn't be able to tell that at one point his his one of his arms and one of his legs had completely atrophied, kind of thing. There's only two people on the list that are dead. Who are those? Savage and Piper. Savage and Piper. Piper, bottom ten, please. Um, for well, me. I was going to say, I assume we have to move Piper across because of. The video. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't have to be. No, t- it doesn't, doesn't, that doesn't make t- him. It just, that doesn't, stop, doesn't, it just makes him immune from being caught in the yeah. round. Yeah, uh, but I will debate anyone right now that he deserves to uh, be on the bottom ten. No, yeah, definitely bottom ten. I'll say. Are we moving Daniel Bryan over? I believe he's like right in the middle, in my opinion. Leave him at the side because he's, like, he's, he's like he's like he's like this generation's three. big guy. Triple H, top five. I'll have to say. I don't even like Triple H, but then he's doing his job. That's my opinion. And <laughs> <laughs> um, they're the only obvious ones. How, how many are we? Is. How many is on the? The six. We've got six. Six. We've got four spots left, and then we can order. Kurt Angle for like the probably the best in-ring competitor there has ever been. I'm going to put Edge, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton out of it personally, and Sting out of the running, in my opinion. I would 10. agree with all those. Yeah, because they're all very good wrestlers. For what? There's a reason they've gone this far, but I don't think any of them. Yeah, I'll probably ten. take those four out. As when you've well. got Big Show, Kurt Angle, and we're going to have Randy our giant. Savage. Are we are going to have our giant on the bottom ten. Yeah, let's put Big I Show in there. Yeah, I think for how like you long said, for, a big, for a big wrestler, a I'm big surprised he's still in. But I'm surprised he's, he's still he's, alive. Never mind. <laughs> when he was when he was heel last year, people were chanting at him, "Please retire!" And he'd like yell at the crowd, "I've got a lot left in the tank." <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking has. He's destroyed it at the gym. Yeah, but at that time he was gym. fat. Yeah. <laughs> Jack now, I'm like, no, stay. If you're Jack, stay. Right, he's got, yeah, he is. She's been a fucking fan- a powerhouse for decades now, and still be going strong and still be loved. And yeah, Shaq was a pussy for not wrestling him yeah. at WrestleMania. See, you guys might have to kind of explain the whole Kurt Angle thing to me because I I remember him being right. in wrestling. I remember him being an Olympian before he was yeah. a wrestler, but. I never really understood what exactly it was about him that everyone loved. I, I didn't really see it myself. Do you want to take it or do you want me to do it? Uh, he was pretty much just, he was a pure athlete, so he, he could do anything. Um, okay. So, it, kind of similar to John Cena, how everyone just, John Cena's music, they chant John Cena sucks. 
Yeah. That, that was like only the last two years though, yeah. that they even figured out how they've done it with Kurt Angle's music. They're chanting you, you suck. suck. And he just took it you by t shirts. Yeah. Have you suck and it, he just whatever it was, he embraced it. Yeah. Um, and it's if it was serious comedy, anything, it was brilliant. He had this thing like you know Steve Austin would chug the beers. Yeah. He used to do it with bottled and milk. I remember that. Yeah, that was yeah. the Hall of Fame. Um, but um, no matter what it was that he was doing, he put in so much effort and it always worked. Okay. Yeah, hmm. so ca- uh, captionally with his like career, pure athlete, he's an Olympic gold medalist for wrestling, yeah. which I believe he broke his neck before the Olympics itself. Somehow still did it, still held, somehow still won the gold medal for it. Um some years later, he, I mean, he, he got approached by WWF at the time right away, and I don't, I just don't think he saw eye to eye with him at that point. Then he, uh, then he went, tra- he trained, joined the company, debuted as a big heel, you know, being like an obnoxious kind of, yeah. I, I am the pinnacle I'm, of this I'm, sport. Yeah, I'm, I'm like the Olympian. Yeah, and the weird thing was, he, he kind of threw. Um, you know, like the over-the-top patriotism that, you know, kind of Americans are kind of... The stereotype of them is famous for. Yeah. That was what um, uh, Kurt Angle did to a sickening degree. Like, all of his gear was, like, uh, American flags with the stars and the stripes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was like that blue, like, uh, yeah. flag uh, leotard. Yes, yeah, exactly that. The gold medals hanging Yes, there, exactly. It? And he's like, I am the greatest American kind of thing that has ever been and you should all aspire to be me and when you do that that's like boo yeah everybody everybody boos that when people t- talk down to them like that and um, yeah I mean he was a phenomenal wrestler uh, I mean they said he could have a match with a broom and it'd still be the best match on the on the show kind of thing um, and he parlayed that into being a very funny heel and then a very good baby face um, he got bogged down with kind of pain pill addiction, mainly because, you know, his broken neck, you know, and yeah. fucking bumping around for, like, a decade wore, wore him down. But um, all, all in all, he never stopped being a fucking premier athlete. And, um, I mean, like I say, he's now, he's now basically, as far as I know, retired from in-ring competition. And, um, yeah, he got inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Do you prefer Kurt Angle with hair or bold? Bold. I can't. He's been bold now for longer than I've seen him with hair. So whenever I see the clips of him with hair, it, it confuses me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. He has a weird face. He has a yeah. big cone of a head, doesn't he? A big round face. He doesn't look right in a suit at all. No, he just like at like all. his head is just poking out of a giant suit. <laughs> yeah, that's like. If you're going to be bold, make sure you've got a round head, <laughs> and not a cone head. Yeah. Well, all this, all the same. Um, I think that's why he deserves a, yeah, a place on the list. Definitely. Awesome. Uh, hopefully, did that explain why he's a big deal? I'm okay with him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you want to talk about pure wrestling, set aside the fact that he was a really fun character as well. He, if you want the greatest wrestler on this list, it's probably him or Bret Hart, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Different difference. Well, sorry. The, the difference was that Kurt Angle also could do the promos and the personality. He would. Yeah. He wouldn't take himself too seriously, so he could do the fun stuff too, like The Rock was doing. There's two spots available. Three. Is no. it? Two. Two. Are you sure? Yep. Yeah. Five and three. Let's take That's a look at the, sh- Let's take a look at the shot no. clock. 
One is, um, we have just under four minutes. It's just lining them up on the side, it's not actually putting them. Well, we know top five and bottom five. So, Daniel Bryan, Randy Savage, Shawn Michaels and Triple H, two of those have got to go. Mm. Shawn Michaels should go on the list, he's, he's one of the great, greatest... If Shawn Michaels goes list. on the list, Triple H shouldn't, in my eyes. Woo. One of them should, one of them I should. Don't, well, they're both really different as far as how they wrestle and how they've conducted themselves yeah. in their career. Yeah. Um, I, I think I Shawn... they were part of the same group, but they split. They, yeah. It wasn't like they were part of that group for ten years or something. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like it, but Shawn Michaels was one of the first kind of innovators of kind of a high-flying offence. Yeah. You know, all the big high-flyers of today and probably the last 10 years all go, Shawn Michaels was the guy that made me love wrestling. I watched this match where he'd had this match with so-and-so, and then I was like, I'm a little guy too. I could, you know, I can, I, I love what he's doing. I can do that. Yeah. And because Shawn Michaels, he's not a short guy. I believe he's six foot, six foot one. But again, Land of the Giants, everyone else is six foot five. He, Shawn Michaels had to be that good to be the champion in a company that had everyone else looking down on him physically. Yeah, definitely. So that's why I believe Shawn Michaels belongs in the top 10 or at least in the middle of the road with a kind of a Daniel Bryan. Which team would you want to go through? Triple H, Daniel Bryan, who would I, who Shawn would I, Michaels, or... Of the two, of Triple H. Of the four. Of the four, of the four left. Ah, oh, that's hard. So only two of these four can go? Yeah. Yeah. We're Randy Savage, Shawn Michaels. And with who are you saying? it's begrudging. Uh, Randy Savage, Shawn Michaels. Well, the ones that are going into the top ten. Into the top ten. I'd have said Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And about you, Joe? Shawn Michaels is definitely in. Yeah, I think I would have said Randy Savage, Shawn Michaels. That's three to one. So then. Now we're all in the top ten. <laughs> the Rock, number one. He has been the greatest representation of a WWE superstar since his. In- I don't, obviously, not his inception. I know he, he he's come from such he's a big wrestling it. background yeah. and a big pedigree. Like he he, like you say, he played the heel really well, played the face really well. He took the career outside of the WWE, but still goes back to the WWE as well. Yeah. He's still happy to come back and to kind of Yay. do the fights and to, Yay, to play the characters. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think he's he's maintained, like you say, he's maintained in Excel. He's probably bigger than the WWE on his own. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. he is at this point. As an ambassador, if you want to talk about yes, the opposite yeah. of Chris Benoit, The Rock yeah. is the greatest ambassador for wrestling as a positive. And yeah, he is definitely. going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, God, yeah, fucking damn it, yeah. No as soon, yeah. I, I think as soon as The Rock says yes, I, I think it's because the fact that he's kind of never say never about me coming back for a stint yeah. Yeah. is why he's not already in it. I bet they've asked him like 10 years ago if yeah. you want to be in the Hall of Fame, and he was like, no, I'll be back sooner or later, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> so who's our player number 10? Is it Kurt Angle because we only just got around to putting him in the list, or is it Randy Savage? Uh, or is it someone else? I'd personally say Big Show. Big Show, yeah, because <laughs> he's he's a good giant, but he's okay, he's They're he's on the list because the he's a giant. Yeah, yeah he's he's on he's this the list. best of the giants. Yeah. he was kind of lucky to get on this list. It's more it? of an honourable kind of. He's a good. It's in lieu of the kind of thing that I mean, the thing that killed Andre. 
you know, is in you know the way he's had such longevity in his career, stayed, stayed constant for most of it, mm. and at the end of it, seemingly just exploded <laughs> and lost yeah. all that weight and showed that he's you know he can still get in there and mix it up. Yeah, um, I think that's why I, that yeah. he's on this list, but he's low down because, like I say, look at the company he's, he's yeah. keeping. Definitely. So who's number nine? Bret Hart. Um, I would go Kurt Angle then Bret Hart. Uh, Kurt number nine. Yeah, Kurt nine. Brett. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Not hearing any opposition from me. Uh, so that's number eight. Roddy Piper at number seven for being probably the greatest heel. Roddy Piper number seven. Number seven. I'd probably take Savage at six for again being sort of the the old school rock. The uh, yeah, the old school guy. Everything. Smaller by by their standards at the time, although Definitely. it'd be towering over most people now. Yeah. You know, smaller, ripped to shreds, crazy on the microphone, crazy, in crazy the in the ring. Put on that match against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which yeah. is probably one of the greatest matches of all time. Uh, yeah, a lot of people would say it's either that or Taker and Michaels the first time they yeah. lifted up. Uh, probably the greatest match of all time. Um, yeah, I mean, was, I mean, he did great, great career as a babyface, great career as a heel. Uh, was a commentator and an in-ring competitor in WCW. He went around the world, um, had the the whole thing with Miss Elizabeth too. Kind of say, like I say, quite a career-long relationship for the two of them. Uh, so he's number six. six. Number six. Right, Mick Foley, number five. Yeah. Oh, I would put him higher. Well, this is like the top five. Look at look at who's left. Oh, Sean Michaels five. I was going to say Austin, maybe. Oh, no. I like, I like Mick Foley more than Steve Austin. I mean, I'll call with Michaels at five. I think but top five, it's still... Sure, Shawn Michaels at five, then, Dan? Yeah, I'm all yeah. right with that. Yeah. I'll probably put Austin at four. If I can get Foley to three, that'd be awesome. I think Foley, because of the diversity he yeah. played for people but he also put the- <laughs> so we should have the top one, two, three and four slots and think- Mr. Socko at five if Foley for me was put the way he put his body on the line in yeah. so many yeah. fights like most of the main over the top spectacles I remember mm. seem to involve him yeah, unconventional it, body type as well for yeah, to, yeah. to rise to the heights that he when, did. When you look at the people that are on this list, fair enough, Piper weren't in the greatest shape, and obviously Big Show, but all the others were. It's, it's all about those Foley Rock fights. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Oh, one um, of the greatest lines ever: Super Bowl halftime show as a world title match, and the Rock went, "You look like ten pounds of monkey crap in a five-pound bag." <laughs> 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 uh, also, funnily enough, um, Mick Foley and Triple H have, uh, they, they were in my favourite match that I ever watched and still love to this day. Uh, Cactus Jack versus Triple H in a street fight. Royal so, Rumble 2000. Yeah, it's the yeah. one, it is the one, just to tell you a little bit about what happens in that. My favourite moment in wrestling is um, Triple H cuffs Cactus Jack's hands behind his back and just stops hitting him yeah. with a chair. And Cactus Jack with blood coming down his face, probably thumbtack stuck in him, is just looking up into his eyes with murder in his face, going, fucking hit me and kill, you know, basically saying, fucking hit me and kill me, because I'm going to rip your head off if I get free. And the fucking, and the rock comes out and makes the save, fucking t- t- it like takes care of Triple H for a second, gets some bolt cutters, frees Cactus Jack, and it's like, right, come here, you bastard! And I'm going mental. 
And yeah, that's one of my favourite kind of emotional wrestling um, matches. I have to like Fairly, he's my future. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to make you a piece with I'll, that. I'd say Austin at four, Foley at three, Taker at two. I definitely think Rock won Taker two. Take so it's kind of, it's two, kind yeah. of, uh, and I would go Steve Austin three and Foley four if I'm perfectly honest. Like, Steve Austin is the man in professional wrestling, come on. When Austin 316 hit, there was not a person alive, whether you liked wrestling or not, yeah. that didn't know Stone Cold. You know what? I'm no gonna, one to be like him. I'm going to give you this one. Yeah. Because it might get me a bonus point in another podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Fair yeah. Enough. Remember that. The, yeah, <laughs> the Mega Power Alliance. Very well. <laughs> yeah. Very well. Until Mega Powers explode. I'll give you this one because you care more about wrestling than me. <laughs> yeah. unlike, uh, unlike Ben, who will just fight to the death for whatever yeah. he believes in. The star, mate. Alright, cool. Kane, you want to read it out? I would love to. Right. After about 17 hours of straight podcasting, <laughs> I'm very happy with the final list, which is at number 10, The Big Show. Number 9, Kurt Angle. Number 8, Brett the Hitman Hart. Number 7, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Number five, uh, or was it was six? Number six. <laughs> six. Sorry, the numbers don't match up. Number six, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No Ric Flair though, so we can't woo. <laughs> Number five, Shawn Michaels. Number four, mm. Mick Foley. Hyphen Cactus Jack. Hyphen Mankind. Hyphen Dude Love. Mm -hmm. Hyphen Mister Socko. <laughs> Number three, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number two, the Dead Man, the Phenom, the Undertaker. And number one, the People's Champion, the Rock. Was there ever any doubt? <laughs> right. Uh, right, well, that is the list. Dan, do you have anything to say before we call it a night? No, I think that's a pretty... Uh valid list there to be honest with you. I think we had a lot to choose from but I think kind we... Kind of uh, Jericho weren't in it but... Uh, no, I can only use my veto on one of the two legends. Absolutely, we'll, we'll <laughs> come around to it. But from a non-wrestling, like an, an on-the-fence wrestling fan, mm -hmm. I'd say, because I'm not exactly a non-fan, I think that was a good list, it was fair, it was informative, I think it's, um, yeah, it's good. Well, from, I'm happy with that list. From a fan on the fence to a guy that doesn't really know a, a wrist lock from a wristwatch, um, <laughs> What do you think, Joe? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was happy with it. Um, to be honest, it was more an interesting insight into wrestling. Um, I used it as an opportunity to just absorb information, mm. Mm. which is why I was probably a lot more quiet than previous podcasts. I, um, well, I, I wasn't even technically supposed to be on this one. I only... <laughs> You're doing your clerk's routine. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Yeah, I only came in to help because of the shortage on numbers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let down, eh? Hi, right. Sam. Cough. Sam. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should definitely do this one again. In Just for the, the sheer amount of people. Maybe we do it actually at WrestleMania this time. Ooh, we yeah. go to WrestleMania. We're like, we're recording the wrestling oh, we, podcast we go, we live from WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording. Keep it down over there. <laughs> um, well, in two years, it's in London. And I'm planning to go. So we could revisit it for the London WrestleMania podcast. 2019, London. I definitely like the idea of revisiting it with a few more people yeah. who are 
top ten wrestlers. Wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Top ten wrestlers revised. Yes, coming. Yeah. Uh, Paul, uh, you being a massive wrestling fan. Yeah, I'll say to how, how do you feel? Happy with the list. I think it is. It's covered the old school. Obviously, not so much with the the newer lot on there, but it's like we've been saying for the whole show. Their careers aren't over. We can't no. put someone like Seth Rollins on here because he could just turn to the shit new, in the next few yeah. years. The new era yeah. is the new era. But yeah, having like The Rock and Taker, Austin, having people like Piper and Savage on there, mm. um, and someone like The Big Show who is still wrestling, um, being there with more an honourable mention yeah, than anything. Definitely. But I think shows that uh, it was a it was a good list, definitely. All right, and with that, I'm going to call that a podcast. Thank you, gentlemen, and good night. Woo!